God damn it. Juan back at it with that fucking font. What font? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row. You know you're feeling that font now. I mean, it's just I didn't go in there and change it yet. Uh, you changed it last week, you liar. Kitty fat. How about that? I he uh, changes afterwards. Yeah, he no, will. I miss, I miss you. I miss He's you. like, this is my favorite font. <laughs> Fuck y'all. This font looks good. everybody welcome back to another episode of not your average nerds the weekly podcast where we talk about everything nerdy and a pop culture i'm your host rudy vela and with me as always is me juan guerra i'm back it's joel wagner the boy big kid kingpin and uh we got some we got some big stuff coming up for you this episode along with a surprise little something something mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's uh, get this episode started going with some uh, some weekly updates. Who's got some stuff for us? Uh, I'll go real quick. I had a compliment on my beard. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scoff. No. So, anyways, I went. I was walking to. Uh, I was walking through Meyer, and um, I seen this lady. I don't want to get into too many details. Anyways, I was looking at this lady, and she was pretty. And then I seen the guy that she was with. And I was like, that dude's big. And I was like, I don't feel like looking at her too long before I get into an argument with this guy. So then I walk past him, and then I hear him say, I got to stop. And I keep going, right? And then he's like, hey. And then I kept walking because I didn't think he was talking to me. Up, didn't you? No, I didn't know he was talking to me. Dude, he was probably like a foot and a half taller than me. Big dude. And then, well, it's like, no, 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 and then no, he no. says, hey again, right? And then I'm like, oh, he must be talking to me. So I turn around. And he goes, hey, man, that's a nice beard. And I was like, what? And he goes, that's a nice beard. And I said, like, oh, thank you, man. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, I just wanted to tell you. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then so he walked further down, and like I kept walking. I was with Jordan. I was picking up some stuff. And then we got maybe like 40 feet away from each other, and I all I hear is like, yeah, man, that's a nice beard. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then so the whole I, that story was just like, yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that was so that was interesting. But I always feel like if a black man compliments anything about you, like your your clothes, the way you look, the way you know, just your style or whatever, I, I feel like that's, I don't know. To me, that's like it's got like it gives more merit. It has more merit than you know. Wants an automatic street cred, right? <laughs> street cred. That's Damn. how I feel. That's how I feel. So, so the way I got his car and put NWA on his <laughs> the sunset. The way our layout is, I actually sit uh, with Juan facing the other way from me because he's Back manning the station. Yeah. And behind his chair, I could just see his head growing and growing, <laughs> <laughs> getting bigger and bigger with every word coming so out. How does it feel to know that he's going to go home and make his girl shape her bush into the shape of your beard? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, God. So was that your week? I mean, that's the end of my week. Yeah, <laughs> that was the highlight of my week. Lot lizard, what you got for us? Oh, I'm with a, with a lot lizard? lizard. Lizard, lizard, What does that even mean? Oh, you don't know. want to know. It's yeah, truck stop horse. Oh, no. Exactly. It's, it's a shout out to he that said, story you told Oh, us dude, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just tough. The <sighs> money was needed. It was, no, 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 never. <laughs> Little oh, yeah. boy blue. He needed Creepy. the money. He wasn't there for that. No, he wasn't there. He anyway, so I'm going to go to this again. Yeah. Ugh. You don't right. have to go into all the details. Right, I'll try to keep it, it concise. Was, it was, yeah, it, was, it, was, a, it was a nice long story. I, I was talking to these guys earlier about uh, my week last week since I was gone. And uh, at one point, I uh, got the honor to use my Spider-Man suit that I bought 
uh, back in the summer and wear it to a kid's birthday party. Uh, Steve hooked me up with this guy. It was his uh, kid's four-year-old uh, kid's birthday party. Uh, and I got to be Spider-Man for a few hours. It was fun. So, yes, well, it was it was fun for a bit, and then it <laughs> got really bad really quick. So, to give you a rundown, essentially my my suit is it's pretty form fitting, but the mask, uh, it's got a shell on the inside to make sure that I can have like a Spider Man shaped head because I got a big old noggin that's not like <laughs> Spider Man at all, and then uh, uh, the the eyes are separate from the mask. So they're they're magnets that attach to the outside. Legit. It, they're legit. It's pretty cool. It looks like a, a really good Spider-Man costume. So I love it. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I get this costume on. It's at the movie theater, by the way, at uh, a local movie theater. And I get the whole thing on, suit, mask, and then I'm driving to the theater. And uh, yes, I drove to the theater, my Spider-Man mask and everything. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Nice. Uh, first, you know. Right, naturally. So I get out of the car and I walk into the front door and I open the door. And w- one of the theater employees is like, "Hey, Spider-Man, I love your suit, but you can't wear your mask in here." And I pause. I'm just like, I, I kind of have to wear my mask in here. This is, this is the whole thing. This yeah, is the birthday bro. party. I gotta be. I gotta be Spider-Man for this kid. He's four. And uh, so I, I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "You can't wear the mask in here because it's a theater policy that no one can wear." Masks that cover their face or their their eyes and that kind of stuff for obvious reasons. And uh, talking to them, and it's really hard to talk in the mask because of the plastic shell. It's ventilated, but it's still difficult to discuss things in the mask. So I take it off uh, slowly, forgetting that the eyes are still attached to the mask. And so fabric being fabric, it uh, moves the magnets off of the shell, and uh, the eyes fall to the ground. And Well, one of them did at least. And uh, the magnets that are housed in the eye that keep it in place on my face, they all fall out. All of them except for one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I literally like was like, oh, shit. That's not good at all. And mind you, I didn't bring anything with me in case this kind of stuff happened because I didn't think this would. So I have no way of fixing these magnets or like super gluing them back in there. So I go, okay, I'll take off the mask and figure something out. Go back out to my vehicle, and I'm sitting in my car for like, a good five ten minutes just trying to figure out like well, how am I gonna fix this problem, and uh, I messaged the guy that uh, you know the kid's father and I'm like hey it's gonna be a few minutes I got a costume malfunction I gotta get this sorted out before I can head on in he's like all right cool take your time, and the first thought is well what if I just use the one single magnet that's left out of like the five around this eye <laughs> and uh, hope for the best, and so sure enough I put the mask back on and. Uh, Put the eye on the mask, and it stays. I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, well, I'll be moving around a lot in there, and I want to make sure that if I like swivel my head or if I do any kind of jumping in it, it'll still stay on. Don't terrify the kids, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so oh my god, my eye. <laughs> I uh, I move my head. Nothing too crazy either. Just kind of like minimal movements, and I go up and down, left and right. And uh, sure enough, the eye starts to move down. So you can see my my. Glorious blue eye peeking out of it. You look like sloth. I mean, it was creepy as hell. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, this one magnet thing not going to work. What can I do next? So I uh, get the genius idea to cut a small hole in the mask. I'm like, all right, if I cut a small hole in the mask, I can slot part of the corner of the eye through the mask, and it'll kind of house it. One, one corner will have the, the hole. One corner will have the magnet. It'll be perfect. 
I don't have any knives in my car because why would I? So I get my car key out and I just jam it into the mask as hard as possible and just tear it. And uh, thankfully, I didn't tear too big of a hole. Uh, but I get this hole. Yeah, it, it, I was not happy about make, damaging the mask at all. I didn't want to do it. It took, it took me like five minutes to like decide. Are you panting like during any yeah, of this? I'm, I'm panicking. Like okay. my eyes are probably just manic. <laughs> and uh, I spent like five minutes going, do I damage the mask for the sake of this party or do I figure something else out? And I'm like, no, the mask will be fine. It's all right. I'll tear it up. So I, it works. Mm. I slot the eye into the hole that I've made. And I figure I'll just like tell this kid I'm like battle damage Spider-Man, you know? Hell yeah. He won't care. And so... <laughs> it looks like shit. It looks really bad. <laughs> like the corner of the eye is basically completely gone, and it looks like Spider-Man has a dopey eye, basically. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm like, I gotta figure out something else. Thankfully, I had this uh, vehicle glue. Uh, my windshield wiper had become loose at one point, so to fix it, I glued one of the nuts tight, and uh, it's like a strong adhesive. I was like, this has to work. It's an adhesive for vehicles. It's going to be the strongest thing on the planet. And uh, so I just smother this eye in glue. <laughs> it's a plastic uh, eye shell, by the way, that goes on top of the mask. I smother <laughs> it in glue. Um, and I just, like, slap it to the side of my face because I'm wearing the mask trying to get it all, like, lined up properly because I don't want to glue this thing and have it be, like, in the, you know, side of my head instead. And uh, I hold it, hold it, hold it. And then I let go, and it falls to the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is, like, adhesive for cars. And I thought about it, and I was like, it's probably not meant for fabric at all. So that didn't work. So at this point, I have a nasty hole in my mask. I've got glue, yes. glue, <laughs> glue all <laughs> over it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the worst situation possible for this poor kid's birthday party. I messaged the guy, and I'm like, hey, it's going to be a few minutes. I still haven't figured out what to do. He's super understanding about it. And I got to thank him through all this. It was it was really cool of him to not chew me out about <laughs> being like 20 minutes late to all this. Where so, right? Anyway, I run back into the theater and I'm like, all right, listen, guys, I need something that's going to be sticky as hell to get this eye back on, on my face. Mind you, mind you all, he's not an that's employee said, of the theater. Oh, yeah. So, he's so like, Bustin makes me yeah. feel good. I run in, uh, I have the mask off, but I'm, I'm wearing, we're obviously wearing the tight suit. And I run in there in full Spider-Man suit, basically. <laughs> and all these people that are here to see movies are just like, who's this jokester? And the entire staff there is like, oh, my God, this is the weirdest thing ever. I don't, I don't blame them. Everybody's like, look at that ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, see the arse on him? I was seeing the moms were like, yo, Spidey. <laughs> it's real thick. Mm-hmm. It's Can't, real thick. <laughs> not not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I get in there, and I'm like, this, this kid's probably like 17. He's a kid. And I'm just like, hey give me something to make this work and he gives me some tape and I go back out to the car and I tape the inside of the eye and I slap it to my head and sure enough it works I'm like hell yeah I fixed it it's good to go and uh, I get out open the door every kid there is like thrilled like through the roof just like screaming like Spider-Man ah! <laughs> like just, they're, they're really excited they're all jumping up and down they're all yelling everyone's cheering I'm like hell yeah heroes welcome I'm the man I'm the man I'm the man it was it was great so uh having a great time and uh, a lot of the kids are like do a backflip do a backflip if you're Spider-Man you could do a backflip do a barrel roll and I'm just like 
I'm like, oh, I, I'm all back flipped out from fighting Doc Ock. Sorry, guys. I can't do that tonight. <laughs> and one little girl's like, if you're the real Spider-Man, you'll do a backflip. And I'm like, oh, God, I can't do that. It'll break my neck. So I kind of passed it off, and they were all asking me where, like, the Incredible Hulk was at or if I knew Deadpool, and uh, it, it was really fun. But uh, little kids at parties have balloons, and these kids had, uh, like, Animal balloons, basically, they like you know you get from like a clown or something, right? So they think it's the best thing ever to hit me in the head with these things because why not? They're kids, <laughs> so they're all jumping up and down, smacking me on the head, having a great time, and sure enough, my eye falls off again, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no! <laughs> and a lot of the kids kind of gasped. They're just like, oh, Spider-Man, your eye fell. I'm like, <laughs> that's how it felt in my mind. I'm like, oh no. And they're like, your eye fell. I was like, oh, no, my fight with Doc Ock must have been too serious. Give me a second, guys. I'm going to fix this. And uh, the parents are like, all right, let's 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 lead them into this little room to have cake or whatever while Spider-Man fixes his costume <laughs> in the bathroom. So all the kids are, like, waving by Spider-Man. And I'm like, all right, cool. I hightail it to the usher stand. I'm like, listen, guys got me some good <laughs> tape before. I need better tape. Give me duct tape. And uh, thankfully, they had some in the building. Uh Everyone's laughing at me while I'm doing this too, by the way. All the, the customers and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm having fun. And uh, making that money. Yeah. Making that <laughs> right. Right. So I use the duct tape and uh, it works like a charm. Uh, I taped it in uh, both the bottom corner of the eye and the top corner just to be super, super sure. So it worked, but it kind of blocked my vision a little bit. So I had one eye, like my left eye, golden. I could see perfectly out of that. My right eye was like looking down a tube of toilet paper. It was pretty... <laughs> a telescope. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty minimal. So I was like, all right, I can make this work. It's all right. So I uh, get back out there, and uh, this kid, this birthday kid, he was the happiest four-year-old I've ever seen. He had this <laughs> great costume on, like a Halloween Spider-Man costume. He had like a paper Spider-Man mask. And I was joking like how his costume was cooler than mine. and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he would, like, hold my hand and lead me everywhere. It was great. I was having a fun time. And I lead them all into the theater. And uh, we're doing all kinds of stuff. And uh, at one point, my eye falls again. I put it back on. And then my left eye falls after that. It's like, oh, no. Not the left eye. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, all right, well, I fix my right eye with the duct tape. I can fix the left eye with the duct tape. So I go out there again, and I, uh, I'm like, all right, guys, I need your help for a third time. Give me more duct tape. And they give it to me. I tape it up. So at this point, I have two eyes completely taped to my face. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like looking down two rolls of toilet paper now, and I can't see any kind of peripheral vision whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm cautiously walking around because these kids, mind you, they're like waist height or lower. So they're jumping around, and they, they want to be as close to Spider-Man as possible. So they're, like, really close to me at all times. I ran into a few of them <laughs> because I couldn't see them. Knocked them over. I, oh, I almost did. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't see very well, so I had to be really, like, methodical and deliberate with my movements and look around, like, really slowly <laughs> to see I didn't, like, step on somebody. Robot Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> TV wonders. Um, <laughs> it took a ton of pictures, though, with all the family. That was That's really awesome. cool. And uh, I had, like, a lot of parents that, like, weren't part of, like, the birthday party, like, 
Just in the family. Theater. They were there with the party, but they weren't like you know part of the main oh, family. Yeah. Right. They were asking me to take pictures with their kids too. Celebrity. And, yeah, it was it was a great feeling. That's uh, awesome. It was That's a lot great. of fun. Uh, I'm really thankful to be part of that uh, that experience. And I want to do it more because it was it was a good time. Well, well, yeah. Joe said side job. <laughs> it could be honestly. I I love dressing up. I awesome. I realized that it's like one of my my hobbies now. I think I like doing that a lot and. Uh, I learned my lesson about masks and about uh, being physical in said masks. <laughs> now I'm gonna get buy a couple of different ones now since I damaged my first one. Right. And uh, nice. buy a few sp- backups and spares in case things go, you know, south really quick. Yeah. But uh, it was a good time apart from all the mishaps. But uh, made that's, it a fun story. That's awesome though, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really cool that you got to do that for. Some little kid, because he's always gonna remember. Oh that. yeah, for no, sure. He, like, he thought I was Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Like he he wouldn't let go of my hand the entire time, and like he just had the biggest eyes ever, just staring up at me like, who the <laughs> hell? And uh, at one point, I asked the whole kid crowd, I'm like, who do you think I am? Like who am I? And they're like, you're Spider Man. And one person's like, you're Peter Parker. <laughs> and then I was like, you can't say that. That's my identity. Keep it secret. But it was like fun things like that, you know. It was just really enjoyable experience, and to, to act like Spider-Man for an hour was, was uh, probably the best hour of my entire week. I think so. <laughs> That's awesome. that yeah, is, that is really cool. Hey, that that reminds me of um, like that whole experience. It reminds me. Of, do you guys remember Cowabunga Carl? No. No, oh, with Michelangelo. Yeah, the yeah. TMNT. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when he dresses up as uh, like a party host, and he's got he's like just. Mikey, but then he's got a big oversized head and oversized nunchucks. It was from the TMMT uh, uh, animated yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I must have missed that. I don't know. Not what? Oh my god! So that's his. That's his gig. That's how he makes money. Is he? He runs around doing that at party favors. But that just like brought a, like a really like curious thing to me. So if you are Peter Parker and you're running low on funds, as he always is. Would you not sell yourself out for birthday parties? Oh, no doubt. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that'd be the easiest way to pull in and generate money. Just acting as Spider-Man. I mean, don't go all out and fucking web shit. Cause <laughs> right. I'll be like, climbing the walls and shit Wait up. <laughs> I mean, but doing some, some backflips, some, some parkour. I mean, all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Cause one of the kids was like, you should spin a web and like spin around. And I was like, my web shooters are broken. Sorry guys. <laughs> I'd like pass off like weird excuses for not having parts of the costume and stuff. Joel's like, leave me alone. Damn it. <laughs> I don't got the power. Eat the cake. I can't, I can't do no backflips. I can't spin around. I'm some like hokey. Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> like, if you ain't Spider Man, yeah, I don't want to be that look like him. You know what you should get? It's like those one, um, the silly string shooters. Yeah, uh, the silly string shooters. Yeah, I, I was going to, but ran out of time. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because like the older kids, obviously they they right. tell. Yeah. Them, you know, it's some dude in a Spider Man costume, mind you, a very high quality Spider Man costume. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that it's legit. Badass. I love that thing, man. I love it. Um, but like the little kids, like the four and five year olds, like they believed it in their hearts that i was spider-man and yeah. just, just seeing their faces and how happy it made them like that's, that, so that's cool. what made the whole thing worth it man that's awesome, it was great man. yeah that's good dude i mean i'm glad i hope you keep up with it too i think i will yeah that'd be the shit kp yo so my week was uh un- less uneventful my week was full of holiday shopping so i mean pretty much man i just uh got down on some uh Gameage and uh, worked again all the time. That's what I do. And fuck, chopped. My daughter's sixteenth birthday is on Friday, so I'm like in this mad rush to you know get her birthday situated and then 
or three days later, four days later, Christmas. So, um, yeah, I mean, pretty simple. Hell yeah. Yeah, good, good, good shit. Hey, Juan. What? Uh, I got a poll for you. Oh, okay. All right. If you're Peter Parker, are you selling your good talents <laughs> as a birthday attraction? All right. <laughs> yes or no? Put right. it on the poll. Put it on the poll. <laughs> you could be like in Spider-Man 2 and deliver pizzas everywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so now I, I saw you open that up, and I was like, I don't know why I didn't put that on the poll. All right, so as for me, um, I've been working a lot more with uh, designing, and uh, I've been editing again. I came across some test footage that I did for um, Dr. Tongue's Castle. I, I've always wanted to make a uh, uh, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors um, oh, fan okay. film. And I have this test footage that I found that I made a long time ago, and it made me want to start editing stuff again. So I started working and messing around with that. Um, worked on some designs. Got contacted by a company out in Colorado from a friend of mine, and uh, they're looking for a printer and designer. So possibly have some work going out that way. And other than that, I've been writing in a universe building, like how I've been telling you guys. Yeah, so, so fun. That's that's been a good time. I've I've been really enjoying it and everything. So that's uh been taking up my time. Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, those are our weeks. Hopefully, y'all had a a good week as well. And um, I guess we're gonna switch over to some movies and series. Hey, wait. Do we call? Yeah. I, uh, oh yeah, I'll do it right <laughs> now. Do that. Do that. Let's run <laughs> again. All right. So that's our week. Hopefully y'all had a good week as well. And now we're going to switch over to some movies and series. All right. All right. So before we jump into movie news and give you all that goodness, we have a little uh, surprise guest that will be joining the show. Um, Friend of the show, friend of uh, some of us personally, especially KP over here. Good friend of his. My brother. Yeah, so we're going to be taking an interview, phone call type of thing from Syndicate Corps member and uh, not self-proclaimed, but I guess uh, fan-proclaimed Syndicate Santa. The Syndicate (laughs) Santa himself, that redneck from Cali, Nathan Simmons. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to be talking to our buddy Nate Simmons. He's a uh, YouTube content creator, a toy collector, and a comic book enthusiast. So Nate, how you doing, man? Good. How y'all doing today? Doing uh doing pretty good over here. How about you boys? Always. Doing good, brother. Good to hear from you. Oh, you guys too. It's always <laughs> fun being around you guys. Yeah, you as well, man. So uh for everybody listening at home, uh give everybody like a little rundown of uh what you do with your YouTube and everything. Alright, so I am the uh, Syndicate Santa. Um I run a YouTube channel for Comics, toy hunting, unboxings, um, reviews, very few and far in between, um, and pretty much just anything I can get into, you know. Um, definitely been on the YouTube for about two years now. Um, been crazy. Okay. Had a lot of good times, you know. Steve and you guys and me all got to meet up, you know, back in Indiana last year. So. Oh, yeah. Pokemon uh, Toys so trip. Oh, yeah, that was a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that day. Me too, man. Uh, but it, 
but it's one of the kind of cool thing was the YouTube thing kind of helped out get me connected with the syndicate and get connected with more people. So it's been fun. I'll tell you that. And a lot more to come next year for my channel. That's awesome, man. We're, we're glad to hear that. Yeah. I remember, uh, when the syndicate first started coming around, well, it was probably around for a while, but it was when, uh, Steve sent me the link to it and he told me that I should join up to it. And everybody's always posting stuff on there. I remember you were always like, right on top of everything you were like one of the first people uh posting in the day and everything like that so your name cycled through like all the time and i became pretty familiar with you yeah definitely i mean that i still try to be on there as much as i can but i'm part of so many groups now <laughs> um, but the cool thing is is like steve and i are moderators for the syndicate so we get to see a lot of this stuff coming through yeah which is kind of it's good and it's bad because it's like we don't get to post a lot just for ourselves because we're always yeah not no more we're always posts. watching everybody else's posts. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll, I'll put a link on there like, hey, I did a YouTube channel or a video or something like that. That's about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that yeah. self that shameless self plug, you know? <laughs> yeah, yep. always, always gotta plug yourself. So, um, yeah, the reason we uh we have you on here, we wanted to talk to you, is because um. As you know, you're well. As we all know, you're a huge fan of the uh, Transformers series, whether it's the toys, the animation, the movies, comics. Yeah, the comics. Um, we know that you have a lot of knowledge on that. And considering Bumblebee is opening up this weekend, uh, we just wanted to get your thoughts. Just pick your brain on it a little bit. So, oh Jesus! What? <laughs> Sorry, that sound effect scared the hell out of me. Yeah, me too. A little bit. Uh, yeah. I'm sitting in one spot right now, and usually I'm not this close to the speaker. <laughs> but yeah, so we wanted to we wanted to pick your brain and uh see what you like. What are you thinking about the new movie? Well, there's two trains of thoughts with this movie. We've got it is still connected to the Michael Bay verse. Oh, it um, is. So it is. He's actually still a producer on the movie. He's not the director or anything like that. So he's kind of in the background. Um, oh, okay. But the but the catch twenty two is that this is supposed to reboot the Transformers, you know, movie verse. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that Bay stays out of it enough that it becomes a great movie for us Transformers fans, <laughs> because the last two have sucked. <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna say, Age of Extinction sucked, and the last night sucked. Um, they threw so much into the stories that it killed it for most uh, fans. And, you know, and this is what's sad. Transformers fans hate the Transformers movies because <laughs> they were done so badly. Um, so it's kind of a, it's like, all right, when we heard Bumblebee was coming out, there was a new director. We're like, okay, maybe this will have a good running shot, you know, being good. Um, and from all the trailers and the footage I've seen, it looks amazing. I mean, like, the work they've done on it looks amazing. And I like that it's being done in the 80s um, because, hey, we're all 80s kids. Um, yep. So that's the funny part is that we get to see the same stuff we used to see 30 years ago when we were kids. Um, so it's like when they were playing the music, you know, for the tapes and stuff. I'm like, I remember doing that, but I was <laughs> old. I had 8-track and I had records, you know. And I'm like, that cassette, you know, I remember with the cassette with a pencil, you know, and you had to wind it back up when all the oh, tapes yeah. came out. Uh, yeah, I was like, Did oh, that? yeah, that brings back memories. <laughs> uh, and the music. I mean, the music from the movie looks really good, too. And there's going to be a lot of great things I think they're going to do with it. The most irritating factor 
was the the naming of Blitzwing versus Starscream in the movie. Um, yeah. Because all of us looked at him, we're like, dude, that's Starscream. 100% that's <laughs> Starscream. And then they come out and say, no, it's Blitzwing. I'm like, you guys are smoking crack. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like, really? It's like you've already went down this rabbit hole. It's like, you know, we were like, okay, this is a Bayism again because it's like things that should be G1 or things that should be normal Transformers things are yeah. never normal in a Bay movie. Um, so it's like, okay, we can see where there was things they had to do to make Michael Bay happy, and this was one of them. Like, you can't name him Starscream. You got to name him something else. And I'm just like, why not? You're an idiot. You know, um, yeah. Because if they would just say it was Starscream, everybody would have been happy. Now I will say the cool part was is where they were showing Cybertron. You know, yeah, the oh, G ones. Yeah. yeah, when Bumblebee was talking to Optimus when he was showing the images, you know, in the woods, he's like, "Of all the Cybertron, mm-hmm. um, that is going to be awesome." And I'm hoping it's not just a two minute thing and that's it. You know, I'm hoping that they actually have a little bit of that back history within the movie. I got yeah. a feeling it's going to be a sample size, though. I think they're not going to, you're not going to show all the cards just in this one Bumblebee movie, because Paramount and Hasbro have already said they're rebooting the universe with mm-hmm. this movie. So it's like, okay, we'll see where it goes. Now, the one thing I don't like though is that John Cena is in the movie. It's like, <laughs> um, it's like, come on, really? But there's a reason for that, though. So if you remember, Hasbro owns Transformers and G.I. Joe, right? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, that's who, right. Yes. So what movie <laughs> was John Cena in last time? G.I. Joe and Rise of Cobra. So this is the perfect avenue to tie those universes together. Because mm-hmm. Hasbro has already said, we're going to be tying a lot of these movies together into the Hasbro-verse versus just the Transformers-verse, the G.I. Joe-verse, you know, those kind of things. Uh, what else? Can, open, what other uh, properties could go into that mix? You've got Rom, the Micronauts. Uh, let's see, My Little Pony, which I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bronies. Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, let's see, they've also got, um, of course, Marvel. Marvel's part of Hasbro, too. So, oh, yeah. That's kind of a niche, niche thing. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, Hasbro makes all the Marvel Legends. Yeah. So just oh, yeah. remember that. So Hasbro has a license, so they could use parts of that, but they won't because they don't want to mess up what they have with Marvel Studios and those selling. You know, there's a lot of license agreements that happens in the background that's like it doesn't make sense to do it that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but what? I, but the other thing we have Jim and the holograms. You know, that's part of it. Oh, so I forgot completely you, about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you've got the whole IDW universe is owned by Hasbro. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Huh, that's an IDW Ooh. property in the comics. Um, you've got, let's see here. Let's see, who else was in there? I'm trying to remember. Rom, Micronauts, Jim. Um, oh, um, uh, what's it called? Silverhawks. They were in there, too, for a little bit. Who, who wouldn't want to see Silverhawks on the big screen? Yeah, I you know. know? I would love to see that. Or Saint Seiya. You know, I would love to see those in the big screen. Not going to happen because it's going to cost way too much money to right. do it. <laughs> but if you think about it, if they incorporated some of these characters' small cameos into, like, say, Transformers movies and G.I. Joe movies, then you can bring in a bigger a bigger universe, you know, of stories. Um, 
a lot of people don't remember it in the 80s, they actually had a crossover between G.I. Joe and the Transformers. It was a four-issue miniseries. And it was literally, G.I. Joe was working for our U.S. government, and they were helping the Transformers get rid of Cobra and the Decepticons. They, flash forward 20, almost 30 years, they did it again in the IDW mm-hmm. um, comics. So it was an amazing series, written by the same people who wrote it in the 80s. So oh, shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. So it was a it was a great series, um, and I hope I hope to see more of that. You know, the biggest issue being I see is the actual contracts of getting people on board to do it. You know, because they yeah. had a lot of big characters in GI Joe. You had The Rock, you had John Cena. You know, we had a lot of people in that movie. Um, do I think we'll ever see them in a Transformers movie? I don't know. We got John Cena. We might get The Rock. We might get other people <laughs> into it. Um, I, I but think the cool pers- thing is, is that it's a reboot, and, I, and I'm <laughs> happy that it's an actual reboot. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. I think personally, uh, the best route for that would just be to reboot GI Joe as well. So this way, we can actually get a proper Duke in the GI Joe series. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is like you know we didn't have Duke properly. Hawk wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flint, where is Flint at? You know, <laughs> it's like. So okay, we got Roadblock. Okay, really, um, <laughs> and we got Lady Jade a little bit, and a Baroness. But remember, there in the first GI Joe movie, we didn't even see Cobra Commander. So like the last what two minutes of the movie, I think. Yeah, and he looked horrible. <laughs> he did. It's like, um, you guys botched this one. Uh, so it's like, no. So this would be a good good jumping part for them to reboot it. And bring all the characters back because a lot of these people want to do this. I mean, Batista even said he wants to take a role in one of the GI Joe movies. That'd so be just pretty think cool. About, you know, freaking Drax going and beating up a Transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weren't there rumors for a while about a, uh, a Snake Eyes, like an actual like offshoot of the tra- uh, GI Joe movies, just mm-hmm. for Snake Eyes? They actually, they just yeah. had, yeah, they just had some news about it. Uh, they're moving forward with the project now, and um. I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but Darth Maul's not playing uh, Snake Eyes in Ray this Parker. one. Ray Parker. Ray Parker. Yeah, Ray Park. Yeah. So there. I. I mean, this very well could be a push through with a like the whole reboot thing. If uh, John Cena does end up becoming a Joe in the Transformers <laughs> movie, if he ends up becoming or showcasing as a Joe, which I think that'd be awesome, because uh, that's something that I actually brought up not too long ago in one of our episodes was the potential of a crossover with Hasbro. And I, I think that would be the best way to go about it because realistically, nowadays, everybody wants a shared universe. And I think those properties would be cool as hell, especially if they kept them timepiece, like uh, peace periods, like in the 80s. Because when you brought up uh, Ninja Turtles, that's like all I want is a fucking 80s themed Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> go Ninja, go Ninja, go. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned earlier that uh, it was really cool to see Cybertron in the trailers and whatnot. Do you think, with all of your Transformers knowledge and your fandom, do you, you think it'd be feasible to have a whole movie completely based in Cybertron before everything kind of happens? Or the war? Yeah. The war of Cybertron? That'd be pretty cool. They should have did that first before they're doing the Bumblebee movie. But the problem happened was is that they already had all the funding for Bumblebee. And then they were supposed to have two more movies after that, and after uh, the last night. So since all the funding was already pushed through for Bumblebee, they had to go on and finish it. 
Now, they should have did like War for Cybertron. I mean, you guys probably played War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron. I loved you know, those games. <laughs> loved them. Me too. You know, and it's like those are perfect avenues to put into a pull-up movie. And it's just about Transformers. No humans, no nothing, no freaking Shia LaBeoufs, nothing of that. <laughs> you know. No um, Marky Mark. Just, no. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Mark did a good role in it. You know, he, he did what he was given, you know. People have to remember that, too. A lot of these roles that people have is crappy. They don't give them good lines or anything. That's true. Uh, Mark. Um, hey, look. It's a robot. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> what what do you mean it turns into a car? <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael Bay at his best. Michael Bay at his best. Um, Bay I mean, like I said, I, I would love to have a Cybertron movie, you know, and then just have Megatron and everything. But it'd be in a G1, not in a bay verse movie looking yeah if you guys seen the pictures of optimus prime mm -hmm. he looks like a g1 rendition yeah he looks great. well they actually announced there's a featurette on youtube already where they talk about why they wanted to go with the g1 uh properties and so that that's exactly or that's exactly what they're going with is the g1 um transformers so um everybody's gonna look like that so much even to yep. where Soundwave and ravenger are the like the boombox Mm -hmm. yeah so i i think i mean what what are your thoughts on that just the so, the choice of character design i love it i saw the there's an actual image out today that i saw um it shows optimus prime as a no crap truck you know on <laughs> earth and he looks like a peterbilt you know semi truck you mm -hmm. know like he did in the 80s so um there was actually an announcement on tfw today of the new toy coming out from studio series and it's based upon a G1 looking truck from Optimus from the Bumblebee movie. So okay. going the G1 route will make a lot of fans happy. Um, and the reason being is we're the ones who've been with them since the 80s. I mean, I've been playing with Transformers since 85. So, <laughs> I mean, you're talking 33 years of playing with these same toys that I play with. <laughs> you know? So it's like when you give me something that's close to what I had as a kid, I'm gonna go all, all nuts over it, you know. Oh yeah. And that's how most people were when the first Transformers movie came out. They're like, "What is this? This is not our Transformers. This is not what we grew up with." But then you also have to remember the demographic that it was going after at the time. It wasn't going after us that was born in the '80s. Yeah. It was going after the kids of that time, you know, of the '90s and 2000s. To say, hey kids, there's a new Transformers. We you can all get, be part of it. I, I get it. There was this whole genre we had in the '80s and '90s, but this is for you kids now. So it was a bringing a new audience, and it did do that. I mean, we got some friggin' awesome toys out of it. We got the movies out of it. Mm -hmm. It sparked yeah. a lot of more interest in Transformers, you know. So it did what it was set out to do. Yeah. But at what cost? I mean, at the cost of people that's been supporting it since the 80s and 90s but most of us hate a lot of the movies um i, I think i've paid two dollars for the last night and i felt bad paying two dollars for it <laughs> and that was Damn. that was on a black friday sale a year and a half or two years ago i still like hey that's still two dollars i wish i hadn't spent <laughs> i skipped that one completely i i last one i watched was the one with Wahlberg. the first one with Wahlberg, i should say that's um yeah age of extinction yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's the last one i watched and i was like yep this is trash <laughs> never mind yep. i don't blame you hey nate got a question for yeah. you though or actually uh two questions 
What was the first Transformer you ever owned? And what is your favorite Transformer? So the first one I ever owned is uh, from G1, of course, Ultra Magnus. And I still have it. Um, and it's still complete with a box from the 80s. Damn. Um, <laughs> but you kept the box as a child? So let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> There's a story. Yeah, you guys know me. There's always a story. Uh, so when I was a kid, my mom used to buy me two of the same thing. She would buy me one to keep in a box and one to play with. Oh, so smart I mom. Probably, I had like a freaking, like two rooms full of toys, you know, in boxes, you know. And <laughs> we ended up moving from when I, I was living in North Carolina at the time, we moved to Kentucky. Um, and then moved from there, all of our toys and all of our stuff got stolen um, oh, by the no. movers, which was, pissed me off, of course. And I was a kid, too, you know, they're like, and I'm looking at it, you know, we're talking, I had everything from 1984 through 1988. Everything. Like, literally yeah. everything. Trypticons, Portmaxes, you know, you name it. Metroplex. I had all those. Optimus. I had all those toys, you know. Um, so, and that's the thing. is like, when they were all gone, it's like, I can't go rebuild that. You know, because remember, this is 1989 when I moved. There yeah. was no internet. You know, there was no <laughs> nothing to go find it. There was no eBay back then. You know, it was literally you go to a store and you can see if you can find it. And if it's not, oh well, SOL. Um, so I was like, okay, it's gone. Um, but at least I kept, you know, a couple. I kept that one. I kept my uh, Scorpionaut. I brought those with me in my car, in the car with mom. Um, but my favorite character is actually Hot Rod slash Rodimus Prime. I actually remember you uh, talking about that when um, that new Hot Rod came out. I I don't know if it was a Walgreens exclusive or if they were just popping up at Walgreens, but I I want to or I want to say that I remember watching one of your videos where uh, you were looking for that one. Yep, I was looking for the uh, Titans Return uh, Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. I was looking for everywhere for that damn thing. Yeah, everybody <laughs> else was finding them, but me. If Steve, you guys know how that is. You go hunting trying to find something, you never find it. Yeah, of course. You go trade for it, and then what happens a week later? You find it. Yeah. Uh, I was so pissed. But I had to have it. I mean, it's hot rod. It's like I bought, like, I think just within Titan's Return, all five versions of Hot Rod. You know, because he's my favorite character. Do Did I you get the uh, Walmart school? one? Huh? Did you get the new uh, re-release at Walmart, the one in the original packaging? Yep, I got two of those. <laughs> <laughs> So, I actually bought two of each. I bought two of the Devastators, two of the Starstreams, two of the Hot Rods, and I just found the mini box this last weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm doing. You know, for me, it was nostalgic purposes. Like, hey, I can have, I can go get two because I can't. I'm, I'm a grown man. Um, <laughs> but for me, it was like, all right, I'm doing the same thing I did when I was a kid. You know, I had one to open, one to keep. You know. And then what I did is uh, Arthur Burghardt is the voice of Devastator. I had him autograph my sealed Devastator. Um, nope. So I was like, and he's also the voice of Destro from the G.I. Joe uh, cartoon. I was like, I'm like, dude, you're here. Can you sign this? He said, oh, well, hell. And he wrote, let me see. It was like, look, thanks, Nate, for all the love and all the support since the 1980s. Or, you know, and I'm like, dude, you wrote like a book on it. I thought you were just going to sign your name. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't care. 
and they were free too. I'm like, he was doing autographs for free. That's awesome. Um, oh, like, that's badass. <laughs> and I was like, this is freaking amazing. You know, because that's the thing is, as Transformers fans of the cartoons, we don't have like, you know, it ain't like going seeing somebody in a con, you know, to get something signed. We're yeah. going to go see voice actors to sign things. And some of them are dead. You know, we're talking about people who were in their 50s and 60s back in the 80s doing it. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys have passed away. Um, but luckily, like, the big names like Peter Cullen, Frank Welker, Neil Ross, Judd Nelson, those guys are still around. But it's just like, for us to go get things autographed, it's like, dude, you know, it's few and far in between. You have to go to a specific convention a lot of times to get them to go to it. Like, I'm going to TFCon this year um, in March. And... That's my goal. I'm taking my Matrix of Leadership uh, DVD set that I have. I'm having everybody sign up. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if we're censored or not on here. Uh, no, um, speak freely. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have every fucker sign up. <laughs> if not, if you're going to die. I'm never going to get it signed again. It's, yeah. like the, um, it's like the guy who was the voice of Starscream in mm-hmm. the G1 cartoons. He passed away five years ago. It's like, I'm never going to get his signature now, unless it's like, you know, marked up on eBay or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, it yeah, will I'm be making, a scalpers. I'm sure I can get this signed. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I actually wanted to uh, bring something up after Steve mentioned the toy and everything, like which was your favorite and everything. Um, if you had to say somebody dropped a G1 Optimus Prime in front of you right now, how long do you think it would take you to transform that bad boy? About 20 seconds. <laughs> Bro, hey, that. Nate, because yeah. Nate is like, I mean, this dude can tell you without even looking at instructions how to transform something, and I know that because I was on Facebook Live opening my hot rod, <laughs> <laughs> and he happened to tune in, and I'm looking like a jackass, like, yeah, I got this new hot rod. Check it out. I'm about to transform it. And I'm just, like, trying to not show that I'm completely lost, but then all of a sudden it's so obvious and I can't hide it no more. And Nate's like, bro, bend the leg back. <laughs> take take the arm out. Move this around. And I was like, yo, I, I don't know what I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm panicking. Uh, Nate, but you, you walked me through that shit, so this dude can transform without even being there. Hell no. Okay. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't look at instructions, even at the masterpiece level or whatever level. Damn. I don't even look at the instructions. I just figure it out. But I'm an engineer. Remember that. By a trade, I'm an engineer. Oh, okay. So my job is to go find things, how to break it, how to fix it, how to make it better. So oh. it's like, I'm going to figure this thing out on my own. I've always now, been that way. Now, do you think that maybe just a little your love for Transformers and, and how they work had an effect on the trade that you took in life <laughs> i think so i really do because i mean as a kid we all had a certain line that really you know affected you it's like things that you wanted to do like you know there's a lot of people that are teenage mutant ninja turtle fans you're a gi joe fan transformers fan mm-hmm. for me was is like i'm looking at a toy that can go from car to to bot or whatever vehicle it is and to me, that really appealed to me. So I'm like, all right, let me figure this out, how to put it together. How, <laughs> all right, it goes this way, it goes that way. And then I'm like, huh. So I started doing that at my level, you know, at the in high school. And I'm like, all right, let me figure out how to build this computer from scratch. And I'm not talking just put a motherboard in. I'm like, build the motherboard. 
you know, yeah. solder the <laughs> capacitors and the chips on and do all that. So I started figuring out those kind of things. I'm like, reroute so the encryptions. I could <laughs> actually work on that. That's things I do, you know. Damn. Um, so that is kind of the cast 22. Is like, as soon as I figured out transformers, I'm like, what else can I break? What else can I fix? <laughs> you know, what can I figure it out? Because I'm notorious for that. I'm like, like literally, anytime we have like, um, like my kids, they have this uh, sound machine, you know, that they have in their room for nighttime to go to sleep with. That thing's been thrown and dropped, and you name it, and I fix it every damn time. And I'm, say, I'm like, and I'm sitting on my table. I'm, I've got it unscrewed apart, and I'm looking at wires and fixing things and putting things back together. And I'm like, all right, that don't work. That don't work. Let me fix this. Yep, yep. Okay, there you go. Go play. Have fun. And then the next day, something <laughs> dropped it again. That's um, awesome. So, but that is stuff I love to do. I've always liked like model kits. I love doing model kits. Just not airplanes. <laughs> I, I don't like doing airplanes. I really don't. <laughs> give, give me cars. Give me, you know, like I've got, uh, I just built the new Voltron, um, the model kit the other day. I didn't even and know that was a thing. It, it's, and it's tiny, tiny, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, uh, let's see. It's about it's about an inch and a half taller than a SH Figuart. That that's a good scale to give to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's about six inches. Um, it took me eight hours to build that thing. Damn! Holy shit! <laughs> because the pieces are so small. You yeah. Know, trying to get those little bitty things there. I'm there with a knife because you have to shave off pieces. You know, use tweezers and put stickers on and I'm like, damn, I haven't done this like in two years, three years. <laughs> and I ain't got no, I ain't got no, I got man size hands, you know, it's like, crap. <laughs> it's like, trying to figure this out. It's like, I, um, I just moved with the family, you know, this last month oh. and I've been setting up my whole office slash man cave. Oh, and okay. the last three days I've been doing SH fig wars for DBZ, setting that stuff up. And literally, it took me two and a half days because I'm sitting there trying to put little hands on these freaking pegs. It's like, <laughs> get on there, get on there. And I'm like, I hate that stuff. And it's because I'm like, I just got, my hands are huge, you know. That's, that's a sacrifice uh, for great articulation, though. <laughs> it is. I guess it is. <laughs> because, I mean, they do, they do awesome. Um, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I think that's one reason why I don't really collect legends anymore for that reason, because I get more articulation out of, like, big warts and Mafex than I do legends half the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So... Um, I'll go ahead, Rudy. Okay, well, I was going to say, so I don't want to uh, take up too much more of your time, but I wanted to, uh, just before we close everything off and everything, I just wanted to ask, like, what would you say to somebody that's on the fence about seeing this movie? Oh, like me, you mean? Yeah, oh, like, like, like Joel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so pretend like you've never seen a Michael Bay movie, period. <laughs> um, and go watch it. Because, and the reason why I say that is because Bay really hasn't had much to do with the movie at all. Um, this new director is really trying to do it the right way. And by doing it the right way, he's bringing in G1 to it. He's making the, a new storyline, um, bringing in a character you know, who's playing Charlie in it. She's going to be, I think, just fine in it. Um, I think with this movie, it's going to turn around a lot of Transformers um, views because of the, all the Michael Bay movies. But it's it's hard to say, too. We don't know until you go watch it, really. I mean, you can look at all the ratings in the world. 
Rotten Tomatoes and everything like that. But until you go watch it and you make your own opinion of the movie, it don't matter. It really don't. So go watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, man. I, I wanted to say, I just wanted to let you know. So you are the first person that we have interviewed on our podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. I mean, this this was Thank a lot you. of fun. It was it was really cool to uh, get your insight on everything and just uh, be able to talk to you about all the shit that we love and care about. Definitely. Hey, if you want to talk comics, toys, you nerd them, I'm here. You guys know that. All right. Absolutely, well, we appreciate brother. it. All right. So all right, uh, I, I think that's where we're going to end the... Uh, the interview but like i said from all of us to you thank you very much we appreciate your time and um if you want tell the people where they can find you okay i am uh nathan simmons on youtube uh nathan underscore s82 on instagram and super rodimus on twitter all right so there you have it if you want to check out his page check out his instagram hit him up on twitter you have all that at your disposal now so, uh, guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. My man's handles business in the fig life. <laughs> Figs and comics. That's all yep. I live for, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, Nathan. You take care, buddy. Hey, thanks, brother. It was good hearing from you. You guys too. Take care now. All right. See ya. All right. So there you have it. That was our guest for the day, Nate Simmons, aka the Syndicate Santa. And uh, did I say it weird again? Uh, I mean, you you kind of rolled it. Syndicate Santa. Damn it, son of a bitch. Syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> syndicate. <laughs> syndicate, man. Syndicate. 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 Santa. There you go. <laughs> now you got it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it right? <laughs> Anyways, there you have it. That was our guest for the day, Nate Simmons. If you want, show him some love. He uh, left his links and everything for you. What are you? The Syndicate Santa. <laughs> Yes. There you go. <laughs> there we go. So, um, yeah, uh, hopefully he swayed you into, if you were on the fence about going to check out Bumblebee, we know Michael Bay, he uh, put some, some bad taste in everyone's mouth, but hopefully that man with all the knowledge of them bots just uh, swayed you into going to see it. It's funny that Transformers fans made a word for the shit that he does, and they call it a bayism. Bayism? Oh, it's yeah. a thing? Yeah, it's a oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. Like I've I've heard that a couple other times, but I mean, I never really gave too much into it until <laughs> I heard him say it. And he's like, you know, well, you know, it's just a Bayism. They have to make Michael Bay happy, and you, they wanted <laughs> they switched from Starscream to Blitzwig or whatever. Yeah, that that <laughs> is true. He did say that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shit. When you fuck up two franchises, aka Transformers and Ninja Turtles, I mean, yep. Boo that man out of Hollywood. Boo. <laughs> All right, so we're going to um, proceed with our movies slash series segment. So um, let's let's start this off with uh, what what's everybody been watching. And I think I'm going to start this one off, me and Steve will. And yeah. I can say the main thing that I watched this past week was DC's Glory, a.k.a. Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Aquaman, yeah. Man. So what a movie! Yeah, me and Steve, we got early access tickets um, from a company called Adam. They were offering um, advanced screening tickets to Amazon Prime uh, members. Yep. So 
Uh, we both got some spots actually kind of right near each other. <laughs> yeah, you were right in front of me. Yeah, so uh, it, it was it was awesome though. I I was kind of going into this movie like I said, I was excited. It looked really cool, but then again, I was like, you know, uh, DC finds a way to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, and I know I am happy to announce they did not. They found a formula. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, is it? it God, it's it's really good. So, uh, Steve posted about about it afterwards. I feel like, and it was like a comparison to Pirates of the Caribbean and, and something else. Avatar. Yeah, so it's an action adventure movie then. Yeah, very much so. Okay, very much an action adventure movie. And um, I mean, there were some parts that were flawed. There was some dialogue uh, that was kind of questionable, but for the most part, I think those ones stuck out with me so much because I was looking for something. Like I was like, ah, what's what's going to be that that bad part? But at the end of the day, it was a great movie. Yeah. They they did a lot of justice. They pulled a lot from uh, uh from what seemed to be the new Fifty Two. Uh, yeah. storyline they were yes, they made was. him extremely badass they combined a few of them they combined the uh seven kingdoms and the trench mm-hmm. and uh throne of atlantis yep all three of those just meshed into one story but jeff johns did a hell of a job on all those stories and he had a little bit of help here he had a hand in some of this oh yeah so you know i mean he it's, it's awesome because he was able to stick to his content and he knew how to blend it yeah and I, I think it was really cool um actually seeing um the the world of uh Atlantis from oh ba- I mean they they completely did a 180 from what we got in Justice League and they they gave you something great uh, even <clears throat> down to the um I I won't say how it sounds but the voice the 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 way um people's voices sound in Atlantis, oh, yeah, really? underwater. Yeah. It, it just—I won't even that's tell cool. you, but just expect to be like, that's awesome. So, yeah. uh, a few episodes back, we discussed concerns with Aquaman and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And one of my concerns was uh, a lack of character depth and and story. Is that there? Because my, my my biggest issue, I think, right now is mm-hmm. is Jason Momoa playing Jason Momoa in an Aquaman costume. Not Aquaman himself. I will say he does play Jason Momoa, but he makes Jason Momoa Aquaman, or he makes Aquaman Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. like he he does it yeah. so well. Um, but you can still tell it's him. He's very broed out. He's very, um, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to say it. he is very uh, Jason Momoa, but he does it the right way. Okay, he found, and, he found like a good balance. Yeah, like in a sense, like through his acting and through. The, like the you can tell just he's having a lot of fun playing the character and then there's there's times when he takes it really really serious and there's times he delivers great great dialogue you know like i mean but it's you could tell it's from it's like from the comic but it's done in his own way so it kind of like sure. you, you know like how you say you're like is it jason momoa in aquaman suit but yeah like how rudy said he like he it's jason momoa making aquaman jason momoa so you're like at the end of it you're just like yeah Jason Momoa is my fucking Aquaman. Like, that dude yeah. just does it. Cool. Yeah, so uh, one thing that I was looking for in this movie, I wanted to see if DC could step away from trying to make a Marvel movie and just make a good DC movie, and they did. They made it to the point to where it had humor. It did have – it had a lot of humor, actually. It wasn't as dark, but it still was dark. 
And like I, that's why I was starting off the way I did because they did find their formula. They're not following Marvel anymore. They're just making what they think is a good movie. And it, it was, I, I don't want to go too much on the character, but my favorite character of the movie was Man, uh, was Manta. Yeah, Black Manta. Black Manta. He's and, like, uh, I will say he's like a uh, a mix of like the, and don't, before let me finish explaining this because I'm going to say it and people are going to be like, what? But he's like a mix of the Jared Leto Joker and the Eric Killmonger character as far as screen time and as far as impact. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. didn't. He was like, on screen for what? 10 minutes? 10, 15 minutes? Of total land. Oh, wow, like, I'll really? give you guys that. But, but he makes such an impact. And like, he, really? And you can't even tell because the story goes so good that when he when you first see him, you're like, oh, okay. And, and he's so good at it. And then. When he's gone, you don't miss him because the story got you so drug in. Mm-hmm. But then when you see him again, you're like, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so I was cool. that loud asshole in the back. No, it, and it was funny because I was, I was like, yeah, my kids were like, shut up. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, so I, I want to uh, close this segment out soon because uh, I think we want to talk about this more in detail with um, possibly a guest if we can. Yeah. Um, and that's when we'll give more uh I guess spoiler and everything. Um, but that's one thing that I noticed too was me and Steve were like, whenever I would be like, Oh my God, like I would hear Steve behind me doing the same thing. And, uh, it was really funny cause hey. Marcy was like looking at me like, will you stop? I want to <laughs> just throw this out there. I don't know. If I, I'm pretty sure Rudy noticed this, but I'm responsible for my first slow clap. Oh really? Yeah, boy. What? I started the slow clap. Oh, no. this guy. Oh, there he goes. There he <laughs> goes. No, you can even, yeah, I'm going to have Marcy I mention wanna, it. Because, yeah, she pulled my hands back, and it was funny because the people next to us uh, looked at me, and he, the, the guy next to us, started Nods. clapping too. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you, where'd you guys watch this at? He must have been doing the golf clap because I was doing the Superman <laughs> throwing fucking bursts of air in people's face clap. Where, was it in Holland? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just yeah. wondering because usually, like in Holland, the crowds aren't as. Um, I guess, like, energized is, like, in GR or something? Or yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you yeah. mean. The other thing, too, is, is, like, how much of this is you guys... I know you guys aren't... I'm not accusing you guys of being this this way, but it is... it is Since it is, like, a good DC movie, like, how much of it is Prisoner of the Moment, where oh. you've just seen it, so it's, like, it's so fresh that you can't really take away that much away from it. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, how, yeah. how much do you think that that um, plays... Well, I mean, considering we saw it Saturday, I've had I've had all week to reflect on it and think about it and okay. everything, and I I still it, it holds to me like it still it was a good movie, and I think the pacing was right. I think I just think they did a lot of things correct with this movie. And for me, I went into it watching it. Um, I went into it wanting it to be good, but expecting it to not be good. And okay. I also I know. That the people that do know me, like on either through toy pages or the or my YouTube channel, um, they already expect me just to be a DC dick rider, <laughs> like regardless. And I took that into hard consideration, and I was like, yo, you know what? I watched it. I I liked. I loved it to be honest with you. But I was like, before I even post anything about it, I gotta give myself a little bit of time to really think about it. Okay. Um, what didn't I like? What did I like? And what I like completely outweighed what I didn't and it wasn't just because I'm a DC fanboy but it was because I went into it like 
I just want to judge the movie, not the characters, not everything else. Just like the overall, like, did I have fun? Did it keep my attention? You know, um, and it did, man. And like, it, I, I, it, the look of it, the visuals of it were stunning. Um, the fights were great. The action, the characters, like, I mean, you know. So yeah, after thinking about it all, I was like, yo, I really like that one. Like, it's easily my favorite DC movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's easy to say for both of us. If you are looking for a movie to check out when it does hit theaters, which is this Friday, Thursday, is it this Friday. Well, it'd be Thursday night, Thursday right? Night, yeah. oh, okay, all right. Tomorrow so, night, but officially yep. we're pulled. Friday. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this weekend, if you're looking for a movie, I mean, I can tell you from personal experience, Aquaman is definitely a great choice, and Bumblebee is looking to stack up to that. So. Yep. Um, I would recommend going to see Aquaman. Oh. But yeah, uh, but I'm just glad I get to now go see Bumblebee. because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I already seen Aquaman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to go see it again in theaters. <laughs> All right, so what about y'all? You been watching anything, or y'all want to move into some movie stuff? I did watch something last weekend. What you got? Oh, oh. So speaking of Spider-Man earlier, I got to see uh. Mary Rose and I went and got to see the uh, new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. You, you didn't see it yet? I, I haven't Ooh. watched it yet either. Okay. I heard it's amazing. Uh, if you are a <clears throat> Spider-Man fan at all, mm-hmm. it is without an unequivocal doubt the best Spider-Man movie ever. Like, it... It, it, yeah. it is hands down, and it's an animated movie, and it, that's that's part of what makes it so magical, is they can do so much more with the animation than they can do with live action. Um, I won't give away any kind of spoilers because it's already still it's, it's still a fresh movie. Yeah, but um, they the art direction they took is a little bit different, and it takes getting used to at first. The first probably five ten minutes, it's it's hard to kind of just differentiate with what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, they give such a nod to comic books in general like miles will be thinking about things and you'll see little like thought bubbles the that you'll see in bubble? comics cool. you'll see them pop up above his head or like <laughs> you'll see like uh frames of things it just the way they they juxtaposed things and and, and through this movie is it's beautiful it's just downright beautiful and uh it has so much heart and it, a great story uh Really early on, something happens that I was anticipating to happen. Like I, I, I'm pretty hardcore about Miles and, and the yeah. whole Spider-Man mythos. Give so him I was, the tattoo. Yeah, give him the tattoo. <laughs> so I, I expected it to happen, but wasn't prepared for it to happen, and uh, got pretty choked up at one point in the movie. And hey. uh, they, fo- they followed it with a one-two hit with a Stanley cameo that made me cry. Oh. So, oh, so man, he's in there. Yo, yeah. Oh, so, so awesome. mild spoiler: Stanley is in the movie, and uh, it's the spot they put him in is just like the most gut wrenching spot it could possibly be in. I, I literally, I don't cry in movies, mm-hmm. uh, even sad movies. I don't cry, but I, I literally had tears coming down my face watching that movie at that point. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's that movie is just so good. Like, it, it's funny. It's it's heartfelt. It it is. One of my favorite Marvel movies, if not my favorite, and it's absolutely Damn. the best Spider-Man movie out there. So, please go see it. Please, 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 because I want a sequel to that movie so bad. <laughs> I- I'm excited to go check it out. And I got to ask, after seeing it, 
Do you think after this movie makes its mark, do you think the world's ready for a live action Miles Morales? Oh, no doubt. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be hard to cast and get the same feel that this does. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they really fleshed out his character pretty well. They did take some liberation with some of the story elements. Uh, some things just don't line up quite to what the comics did. Um, but no, they they made Miles just interesting and really genuine and uh like you're rooting for him the entire movie and uh they they even took characters like um spider-man noir or yeah. characters that you don't see very much of in the movie they're in there but they're like they got maybe like 10 minutes of screen time oh okay like they're even they're super interesting and they have just great lines that make them really stick in your mind um there's a, a spot in the movie where spider-man noir he's obviously you know from a black and white world Mm-hmm. And they give him a Rubik's cube, and he just can't understand it. And it's, <laughs> it's it's the most like magical thing ever. Like things like that. Like that movie has that kind of like like just that humor that is just so fitting for it. And that's uh, awesome. Uh, definitely stay after credits. Okay. There is yeah. a really great, really great after credit scene that uh, shows something else, and it's it also uh, does a really good job at. Uh, uh, giving a nod and a laugh to pop culture, so definitely stay afterwards for that too. But it, it's fantastic. If you want to watch any good movie this week, it is I don't know first first Aquaman, second Spider Man. I don't know. Watch okay. them all. Do a marathon. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I was very excited to see Into the Spider Verse, and I mean this weekend was kind of busy for us, so we only had time to go see one movie, and of course early access to Aquaman, I had to see it. <laughs> so, um, but that is very much a movie that I want to see. So, uh, I, I love the fact that, uh, Shameik Moore, uh, was cast as Miles. I, when, when I heard him in the trailer and stuff, I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Because when he first came on the scene, he was somebody that I thought perfect would be Miles Morales. And the first time I saw him was in the movie Dope. Okay. Sure. Have, you, have you ever watched that? I, I haven't. No. I highly suggest you watch that movie. Really? Uh huh. It's 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 a really good movie. Um, but seeing him run around as a high schooler and everything, and getting into the shenanigans, and the way he's looked and sound, I was just like, damn, that kid would play a, like an amazing Miles Morales. No, he. And it was funny that he got cast, but I was like, fuck, it's animation, but still, that's badass. No, the animation does it does it. I think more justice. Like I said, they can do so much with oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just such a stylized movie, and similar to like Black Panther, mm-hmm. the music in that movie kind of fits the world and it fits the the overall character and style of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it they incorporated it in there so well. Like Sony Animation did just a above and beyond job on this movie. I I adore it. I, I want I want to watch it every day for the rest of my <laughs> life. Kind of adore it. Like it's it's that good to me at yeah, least. And I'm dope. I'm a big Spider Man fan, yeah. so. Uh, even even Mary Rose, like she she knows a lot about Spider Man, but she's not like a huge huge fan. Mm-hmm. She was like, "That's the best movie ever! Like it's so good!" And like we were laughing That's about cool. different things. That's and, awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> even for a, a more casual comic book fan, it's mm-hmm. it's worth every second. The more you're talking about it and shit, and I'm looking at my wall with all the other Spider Man that are up there, and I'm like, "Man, I gotta have it." I know Rudy has it, right? Yeah, Miles. Yeah, and it's fucking seventy-two dollars on Amazon. So oh, the, like, the first it? appearance? Oh, uh, no, just for the fucking I legend. Had that too, though. Oh, for oh, the oh. legend, the Marvel legend, and yeah, it's seventy, seventy, yeah, seventy-two dollars. And I, so, so I got into Miles Morales Spider-Man kind of late in the game, actually. So mm-hmm. surprising because I have the tattoo, right? right? 
Um, I got into his, his storyline kind of after his first run of the comics, mm-hmm. and uh, I picked up like a trade paperback of his first stuff, and I was like, wow, this is great. This is like old school kind of Spider-Man, like teenage Spider-Man. It's really interesting. And uh, I never got the actual individual first issue of Spider-Man. And oh, out okay. of curiosity, after I watched the movie, I was like, I wonder how much that thing is right now. <laughs> it's like close to 100 bucks for a, a decent copy of that. So <laughs> I might have to bite the bullet and buy that. But, but it's oh, so good. Just go watch <laughs> that movie, everybody, please. Yeah, no. Uh, I wanted to say when you uh, mentioned music and how it like the soundtrack was like on par with Black Panther, I love I, – I'm a, I'm a fan of Post Malone. Post is great. Yeah, yeah I've been a fan of Post Malone for a while. And I love the fact that his song Sunflower is uh so like in the movie. They like, play it's, it in the it, first like twenty seconds of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and I, I there's I've seen um they release clips where he sings it, like where he's like getting ready and he's like uh mumbling it and everything. Yep. And then there's another one, I don't wanna say what it is, but I saw that. I think that was like a leak that wasn't supposed to happen. But I was like, That's really cool. But to see that song and see Post Malone being highlighted on this what's probably gonna be one of the biggest movies of the year that that's awesome and that's i i love that song it's a really good song and the way they do sound design in it is really good too just overall quality of sound um mm-hmm. what's his name um wow i'm drawing a blank i can't think of his, his uncle's name no 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 miles <laughs> oh oh uh, uh, whoever could Prowler. 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 Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. prowlers in it and, uh aaron it I don't know his last name. It's Aaron something. I can't remember. Yeah. I should know this, but I don't. Um, anyway, Prowler is in the in the in the uh, movie, and his audio cues for for just his character, Aaron Davis. There you go. His audio cues are just like super scary, and like it it makes like his character just more intimidating and scary when he's on screen. Just like mm-hmm. hearing his audio cues pop up, and you're like, oh no! So it's like they just did across the board. I would. I don't know. I'm I'm just over the moon about this movie, but I want it to be like an Oscar contender. I want it to win like top animated movie. Animated movie. It needs to win that. Like it just it's it's fantastic. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, it it looks good. I I I haven't even seen it yet, and I highly suggest it, just like Joel does. All right, y'all want to move into some uh, news? Breaking news? Not breaking news. <laughs> just some topics. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I guess it's somewhat breaking news. Well, somewhat breaking news. Well, <laughs> it says. All right. So today, via Entertainment Weekly, we all, as a fan base, were given the first look at the live-action Disney um, adaptation uh, or Guy Ritchie adaptation of Aladdin, and. This movie um, stars, well, the main star, of course, being the headliner, Aladdin, is relatively new in my book. I, I've never seen him in anything. It's possible that he was uh, more overseas, but his name is Mena Masound, and uh, so he's playing Aladdin. And then we have the Pink Ranger, Kimberly, from the new Power Rangers movie, um, Naomi Scott playing Jasmine. And Will Smith taking part as the genie. And I'm not going to lie. When I first saw these photos, uh, they, uh, showed, or they showcased the cover for the next issue in its first looks. 
and it's Aladdin standing next to Jasmine. They look perfect next to each other. And then you have Will Smith being <laughs> Will Smith with the blue suit on. And it threw me off. Like, I was like, I want to be that guy, buddy. He's black. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And, like, whenever I think of Aladdin, the genie's blue. Right. So all I all I got when I saw it was... I am Kazam. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I saw oh, that. No. I saw the uh, the um, Sinbad genie that I guess yeah, does not that exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw it. I swear <laughs> I saw that movie. No, seriously. Yeah, I, I saw that movie. It, that's a thing. <laughs> so I don't know. The timelines are crashing. But anyways, I got hints of Sinbad as his genie. Um, and all I heard was we genie in the background. And I was like, oh, what's going on? But um, they released a lot of different photos. They released uh, Aladdin having conversation with the genie. They uh, released a picture of Abu. Or, yeah, 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 Abu. Mm-hmm. I was about to say Apu. Abu, and he <laughs> looks adorable. He does. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's his companion, the little oh, monkey. And so he looked, he's yeah. so adorable. <laughs> and then uh, we get a lot of photos of Aladdin and uh Princess Jasmine running around and everything. We get Jafar. And then we also get Jafar. Jafar, yeah. He's in it too. Iago, though. No. He, they show him in the trailer. Did they? Yep. I didn't he, see he's him. He's flying past. God, and, I hope he's still like, like, What a good like, a visual on him, though. Yeah, like, like a that's true. No, who can, uh, that's the only Is problem. Is it still Gilbert Godfrey? That's the well, thing. better be. That's the thing. Nobody can replace Gilbert Godfrey as I mean, Iago. He's think about Lion there. King. They got James Earl Jones back. That's true. You just gave me hope. <laughs> One thing that that made me mad about that movie, they didn't get Jeremy Irons back for Scar. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but I understand why. Anyways, Alfred. um, so this movie, <clears throat> I think it looks promising. Um, I was like I said, I was thrown off by the n- not blue skin. I've, did, I even posted that in the in the post on someone, Instagram. Didn't somebody post that? That's just a sneak preview that he's the well, thing he's supposed to have blue skin. In the article, they said that that is um, for part of the movie he will have blue skin. For part of the movie, he will be in a human form. Yeah, Will Smith actually commented on his uh, post saying he people, will be blue. Yeah, because people were bashing it saying yeah. well you're yeah. not blue you're not blue and he said no no we will be blue or the i ma- will be blue and the majority they, of the movie actually is cgi yeah for, cgi for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay and they they also said that that was just so they can get the first look out there and i was like if you want to put out the first look though wouldn't you put yes, like your best foot forward? i would have thought so then you like, don't you you lose all the controversy at that point exactly like, then you just release something that looks good yeah <laughs> but with all that uh negative behind it i think it looks good I think the the costume designs and the character designs look very fitting to make it look uh, like period piece. Um, I think everybody matches their part. Uh, the genie looks a little weird. It just, I mean, it's straight. He's up. not just a big, yeah, I know, big I know. blue. Yeah, I know. But um, every everything else just looks great, and I'm really excited for this movie. I, I was, I I had hope already when they released the teaser trailer. And it shows the Cave of Wonders, and it shows Jafar as the old man and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, give me the laugh. <laughs> like, I, I was already like, okay, I'm feeling this. But seeing this now, seeing everybody up close and personal, it looks great. I'm yeah. super excited for it to come out. And, I mean, we got to wait until May, but 
It looks sick to it me. It could look like shit, and I'd still be excited just because I loved the movie so much originally. So it's like I have this super big bias that I want it to be good. So up until the point where I see it and it sucks, I'm just going <laughs> to assume that it's good. You know, it could it could have been like the worst-looking Jafar and Aladdin. He actually looks like Aladdin to me. Like, Yeah, I, yeah. Think, he looks, you know I, mean? I, I agree. think he looks great. Um, uh, Street red. I don't mind Jasmine either. Riff, riff. Like People have said <laughs> in that uh, she's not as ethnic. I, yeah, I guess so, <laughs> as the original Jasmine. And I don't have an issue with her. I think I think she looks okay. Yeah, I think she looks good. That was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Aladdin? Aladdin. Yeah, no that's, doubt. That's, that's a good movie. It is and, a good uh, movie. I, I will be that person in the back singing every so- word to every song because oh, yeah. that movie is my absolute favorite Disney movie of all time. You better get real. That's not Aladdin. Alright, I'm done. Oh my god. God, Shaq. He probably went for the role too. He's like, remember we genie? <laughs> He's like, come on, bro. If I hit this free throw, oh my god. This free throw. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that dance move. Christ. Let, see, and I'm not going to lie. When they announced that it was Will Smith, I instantly thought of Kazam, and I was like, "Please don't give me a rap song." Oh God! Don't don't modernize. Oh, dude, it. he's gonna rap. Don't give me any of that. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Uh. But no costumes on point, like completely oh, yeah. on point. Um, Abu on point. Abu is is on <laughs> point. I am super excited to see what they do with Abu in carpet. What about um, what about Raja? Oh yeah, that's a good point too. Get it, get it. Take off your clothes. <laughs> uh, actually, no, 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 no. They don't actually say that because yes, I they no, do. I've watched it again, or, it. unless they modified it. But yeah, no, they don't. All right. So what we're what we're talking about for those of you that don't know, um, Disney has a very large history of yeah. doing inappropriate things, whether it's putting a penis tower in the um, Little Mermaid Little Mermaid poster. I got in trouble for writing, that. I'm like. <laughs> My first job, remember I said I worked at the Oh, yeah, theater? you mentioned oh, yeah. it, right? Uh, I was actually working there, and they had a big-ass poster of The Little Mermaid. And one <laughs> of my coworkers was walking by me, and the ma- we didn't realize the manager was, like, not too far behind us. And it was just ill-timing. It's not like I would have <laughs> pointed it out. But a group of kids were coming out of a movie. I was like, hey, you see that big-ass dick in that poster, bro? <laughs> and I pointed it out, and the manager was like, yo, get your shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, dude, you just, did you hear what you just said in front of all them little kids? And I looked, and I was like, oh, damn it. I was like, I was so, I wanted to show this dude that I wasn't a liar. I didn't want to, because this dude was like, there ain't no dick in that damn poster. And I was like, I didn't want to be a liar. And he's like, well, you know what? Now you're just unemployed. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> That's yeah, what got so, you fired. But then I got rehired right away. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Disney has a, uh, Large history with doing stuff like that. In Lion King, when a symbol falls down the the sand, it writes "sex in the sand." Just sure a lot it. of stuff. Sure huh? does. Yeah, sure does. Oh, okay. And then there was controversy saying that when Aladdin is on the magic carpet and he's trying to calm down Raja, um, he's he's like mumbling, mumbling, and then you can kind of make out somebody saying, "Take off your clothes." But as Juan just said, I guess that's been debunked. I don't know. I don't know about that. It yeah. does. It does sound like it. Like it does sound like down, kitty, down, kitty. Take off your clothes. That's what it says. But it, <laughs> that's what at least I thought it said for the longest time. But it says something else. I don't know what it says right now. But I'll look it up. Yeah, but there's just like a lot of stuff like that. But 
I don't think Disney's trying to do that anymore, given the animators and the workers weren't getting paid that much. They probably did shit like that. <laughs> there was more from Little Mermaid, too, there, uh, at the end of the movie. When yeah. they're like getting uh, married, sailing away and getting married, there's yeah. a penis in the clouds too. And the and the uh, I want to say that that somebody has a boner while they're like while oh, I think it's the priest. Yeah, yeah the, is that what the it priest is? Yeah. while while okay. he's doing the the yeah. wedding ceremony. Yeah. Yep. Man, Disney was all about that freaky shit back in the day. <laughs> Old misogynist artists making Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it is. All right, but yeah. So um, if you haven't already. Make sure to check out our Instagram or our Facebook page, and you can see all of the images for uh, from Entertainment Weekly. And uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we all think it looks pretty great. I'm really excited for Aladdin, like I said. I, Me and Juan and our sister, we grew up watching that movie, well, the animated movie all the time, so... Disney has a crazy year next year. Oh, yeah. Like, just absolute insane. <laughs> They've got uh, Captain King. Marvel. They've got uh, Endgame. They've got mm-hmm. Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo. Dumbo. Yep. Uh, what's their third Marvel movie? There's three, aren't there? Oh, Spider-Man, technically. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, oh, they've got so much next year. It's crazy. Mm, that's Disney. Oh, they want all your money. money. <laughs> 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 all right. And with that, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is probably my favorite topic. So, Juan, could you give me... 15 minutes on the clock? All right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I can. Well, there was a lot in this in this trailer, and by that I mean the new, well, not new. So Lionsgate took it upon themselves to release the Hellboy trailer a day early. We're supposed to be getting it Thursday. Today is now Wednesday, and they released it. So the reason behind this is somebody had a better angle and a better quality bootleg trailer and they released that shit on tuesday night so lionsgate was like fuck it we'll release it on wednesday good call (laughs) good call very good call way to combat that shit oh yeah and i gotta say i love it yeah it's it's fantastic it was great that's a lot i i really i really enjoyed it um i thought it was okay at best Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. He's at me like, yeah. yeah. No, Just so I, I, I think that there were a lot of um, complaints, <laughs> and I, I think I think it was uh, necessary. Um, th- this movie, they've been promising nothing but rated R, a lot of gore, a lot of horror, um, taking this character to be more um, comic accurate. And I think they successfully showcased comic accuracy on the um, in the trailer. But the reason why I really enjoyed this trailer for what it was is I think it's a ploy. I think this trailer is to really get the audience and the crowd excited about it because this whole trailer reminded me of something. It, the, the best way to describe it is when I watched this trailer, it looked like if Edgar Wright directed a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, okay. I can kind of see that it a little ha- bit. It had like it had like a look of his, but with with like a format of that where they had uh, Billy Idol playing, and uh, I I think that track when I heard it, I was like, this is rated R horror gore this and that. But as I watched it, I was like, okay, I know what they're doing, and they're trying to win the good graces of people because realistically, um, Hellboy's not that big of a character. No, he never has been. Back in the day when um, they were working on Hellboy. Uh, when they were working on part two, 
Guillermo del Toro pulled Ron Perlman aside and he said, you know, since you've taken the mantle, you've pushed readers um, reached from 60,000 to 120,000. Doubled reader value. Yeah, and That's crazy. So, and that was back in the second movie. So he's not that big of a character, like well known to where people are reading the books, doing all this and that. So I think they're trying to make it more accessible, almost like Deadpool. And what lied in the kind of undertone of this trailer was a lot heavier substance. So the the trailer starts off in it was probably one of the bigger things about this because um the book is are the movies taking place over two different books. And in those storylines, it's all about Hellboy kind of, well, it's not all about, but one of the main focal points is Hellboy coming to terms with himself. And the movie or the trailer opens up with Hellboy staring down. And it's it's kind of um, like it shows him contemplating alone. And then it starts off kind of slow where he's doing this like um, he's walking towards Excalibur. He's like more moody, broody type of shit. And then that's when it gets into like the roller coaster ride and starts introducing everybody. But it does show a lot more serious tones with a lot more quippier, funnier stuff over top of it. And I think that all this funny stuff, all the live energetic stuff is going to be in a very early part of the movie. And I think it's going to grow into seeing Hellboy mature because they even said this is a very immature or more immature Hellboy and he grows. So I think this is going to be when he's um, introduced to like, oh, this is the secret hideout. And he's like, oh, oh what are you supposed to put a sign over it? I think that's going to be like the very beginning of the movie where he's just right. learning everything. Um, and then pushing on, I think it's going to get darker and more serious uh, tonal wise. And I think that's cool. I think that's a smart move on their end to actually proceed that way because let's face it. We, we do live in that time zone. We live in that, that time where you have to be funny. You have to have that cool soundtrack, that really live, um, energetic trailer to get people excited. You need a Hellboy trailer, or not a Hell, a Guardians. Deadpool trailer. Yeah, you need a Guardians. You yeah. need a, a Deadpool. Yep. You need something like that. So, I think that's really cool that they actually did that. But um, yeah, they're like I said, they showcase him um doing that, and despite all the the humor and everything that we got from that, I think it's gonna gonna pretty much change tonal wise as the movie goes on. And um, I, I think that's going to be the whole movie. I think the beginning is going to be him trying to figure out who he is and coming to terms with who he's meant to be. Because, like I said, those the two storylines that this is about, um, it's about the wild hunt and um, the wild hunt and I'm drawing a blank on the other one. Anyways, um, it's about him either. Uh, he has two routes. He can either become uh the leader of britain or the last king of britain or he can become the um the beast of the apocalypse like the god of destruction his right hand of doom um and it's going to be about him like trying to figure out that like who he is so i think as it goes on like i said it's going to it's going to get darker it's going to get more rated r it's going to get more horror based because once nimoway comes that's when it's going to introduce all of hell pretty much so the things that I pulled from this that I thought were really cool was we, of course, they showed it in the in the poster and everything, but we get a glimpse of Excalibur. 
And so for those of you that don't know, Hellboy is actually a descendant of King Arthur. Oh. So he's the he's the only person he's the last descendant of King Arthur, actually. So he's the only person who can wield Excalibur. And um in the comics that gives him the power over Britain's undead army. So that was like really cool to see them like give a focal shot of um him going up to Excalibur. And I'm really excited to see how that uh turns out. And then we get like the of course the introductions of um Broom, uh Professor Broom, his father, well his father figure. And this one's a little weirder. Like they're they're kind of going a different way as to where Hellboy is usually like he he loves his father. He's like all about his dad. But Broom does look younger in this one, so he's more as like I said, Hellboy is supposed to be younger, more wet behind the ears. He has like hate for him right now because he even said you turned me into a weapon and then broom replies with i'm trying to make you the best you that you can be and so i like like i said i think he's trying to show him you can be more than this this like beast of destruction you can fight for something better and um but it's really cool to see like characters like him um characters like um the major uh what is his name uh major ben demio or daimio um he's uh the asian guy with the scratch marks on his oh, yeah. face yeah yeah and he he's uh like when they brought him in i thought that was really cool to see um they one thing that i thought was really cool was the character or the yeah the character designs the creature designs i think they made those look really cool um like we got a, a glimpse at i i don't remember this thing from any um any comics or anything i could be wrong it could be from a storyline that i haven't read of hellboy but that giant bat creature i thought he looked pretty cool near the end of the trailer uh yeah yeah no that's a troll or that's a giant okay but um yeah no that like it's this giant um bat but one cool thing is if you look in the background it's inside of a wrestling ring and there's like a painting of a luchador and everything. And I remember, uh, not too long ago, I was talking about a Hellboy book that I was reading, um, where he takes on like the universal monsters and, um, he's found in Mexico wrestling and he, oh, okay. it shows Hellboy with like the luchador mask. So I'm wondering if we're going to get a glimpse of that. Cause that would be really cool. That'd be fun. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So like we get set up for stuff like that. They also showcase, uh, uh what's his name uh gorak or gorgok and uh he's that that warthog um and in the comics he he was this giant creature but it looks like or he gets this spell cast on him and he's like forced to be this tiny warthog but it looks like they're making him um one of nimue's uh henchmen and so he's big so he can take on hellboy and everything but that dude looks awesome and then, uh, I don't know, there was just, like, a lot of different stuff in this trailer. They showcase the Wild Hunt, and this is a organization of people who are called upon to fight um, giants when they come in. And that's who it shows Hellboy uh, running w- or riding on those horsebacks with. Oh, okay. So I, I think that's really cool that they showcase the Wild Hunt. Um, they Hell, they even show the, uh, the Baba Yaga's cabin. And in the comics, uh, it's when he's falling into the... Uh, that um those trees and all the clouds and everything in the comics uh the baba yaga is this witch and her cabin is 
this thing that is being held up by this like chicken leg. Yeah. And the cabin that he's falling out of, it looks like he has feathers and everything. So it's got to be that. But there were so many little hints, like subtle hints to fans and everything of the series that I thought was just so cool. And um, this is no by no means a um, uh, origin story. They they even said we're not going to do an origin story, but I think we're going to get a quick glimpse of the birth of Hellboy because we do see a small portion of Project Ragnarok with uh, Rasputin. And it shows Rasputin with his little bald head ass uh, being blown back by an explosion. And then we also get to see, um, what's his name, Carl Cronin, the uh, villain from the first. So Rasputin and Carl Cronin are the villains from the first one. Um, Rasputin's the bald guy, of course. And uh, Cronin is the guy with the blades. You guys don't remember that? Yeah, dude, that would wind his chest. It's been a while since I've seen <clears> him. He would wind his show. chest okay. up and then swing his blades well, he- yeah, like he has, he, yeah, he has a gas mask and everything for his character design. He's he's a really cool character, but it looks like they're going more the um the comic route, which I think is cool because Cronin isn't an assassin in this one. He's like a um a scientist for the Nazis. So I I think it's really cool to see the way they're going for that. But I'm wondering if during the project or the uh, uh what's it called the Ragnarok project. I wonder if that's when we're going to see Lobster Johnson. Oh, because it's, boy. Yeah, it's going to be during World War II. So I wonder if that's when we're going to actually see him showcased in there. But I don't know. With everything they're showing in this trailer, I think it's going to be dark. I think it's going to be a horror movie. And I think this is kind of a... We need to make sure that the casual fans or people who don't know much about him are excited. I mean, so they're showcasing what they know is hot in Hollywood right now. That that's basically me. Uh, mm-hmm. My extent of knowledge for Hellboy is those last two movies. That's, yeah. that's it. That's all I know. And I've I haven't seen those in about a decade, so I've forgotten about them pretty much completely. Yeah. So when I watched it, um, I was excited to see it, and uh, I I finished the trailer and I was like, that looks fun. That was my thought. Was this looks like a fun movie to watch, and like, it'll be action-packed and cool like it looks fun and cool but to me yeah so i want to know more about it and mm-hmm. uh i i hope that it doesn't go down that that dark route yeah i think that kind of needs to i mean considering it, it is a rated r movie right so it's this has to be a ploy of types it's to bring people in exactly and that's okay because it's a lesser known thing like you said before so mm-hmm. yeah and i'm, I'm completely fine with it i want this movie to succeed i want this movie to do well because the fact that Mike Mignola is writing it and working on it and giving it his like complete blessing, this is gonna be awesome. And um, any way they have to pull more fans in, if they gotta put out a more hyper energetic trailer, that's fine. I mean, because the character he's gonna be like that. He's gonna have moments where he's funny. He's gonna have moments where he's ignorant. He's gonna have. He's also going to have those moments where he's just hardcore and badass and he's just blowing people's heads off. And that was another thing that I wanted to, that I uh, meant or that I uh, saw in the trailer was they showcased the Good Samaritan. Yep. Which uh, I'm not going to lie. I liked Guillermo's better. His gun looked better. But I was wondering if they were going to bring in that again or if they were going to give his uh, more traditional um, handgun from the comics, which is just like a traditional handgun. But. I don't know. I think this has a lot of um, promise, and I just I can't wait for April. 
Like I know Avengers comes out then. I know Shazam <laughs> comes out then. But if I'm being completely honest, it's all I'm, I'm all in for Hellboy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fifteen minutes exact. Dang. <laughs> <Is that> <laughs> but um no. So if you haven't yet. Just like with Aladdin, hit up our uh, Facebook, hit up our Instagram. It's on both of them. Uh, do yourself a favor, check it out, and go in there knowing that they're doing this for a reason because they have to be. Uh, no rated R movie looks like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's my best description of the trailer. It looks like Edgar Wright's directing a uh, demonic Guardians of the Galaxy esque movie. <laughs> yeah. But it looks good by any means, so. Yeah, there you have it. The Hellboy trailer was released today. Um, And moving on from that, uh, let's jump over to some comic news. Comic news. All right, so anybody been reading? Anybody got some... Uh, some I've been kind of quiet on the comic front, unfortunately, the past couple of weeks. Uh, I read Steven's it. over there. Uh, yeah, Steven. <laughs> I read it. I honestly, I got Rudy went and got me the um, the Batman Who Laughs because I couldn't get it around town. So and because he, he's my buddy, he went out and got that for me. Good looking out. And uh, I, I honestly didn't get a chance to read it until uh, earlier today. Ooh, do tell. While I was out and about in this. Frustrating Christmas shopping time. I needed to just woosah. So right before I got here, I just went into the room and just sat down and cracked a beer. And I was like, you know what? I need to go ahead and read this just to clear my head. Um, great, great fucking start to a to a miniseries. Just I love. I've always loved Jock's art. Um, I just I, I don't know I don't know what it. To be honest with you, a lot of people are like, oh it. The art style is this and that. I just fucking like the way he draws. You know, it just it, it elevated the story for me because it's so dark. Um, and and it's just like a it plays with your mind as far as like reading reading it. It starts with like Bruce Lane, Bruce Wayne telling his fondest memory of when he was a kid, and it's about how his mom and dad and Alfred would stand outside with him when he was like five or six years old, and they would play this game where he would run as fast as he could into their arms and they wouldn't break because and it was like he was running from in, through a field into their arms in front of Wayne Manor and the way he said it was like it was the best times because they would just do that all night and it was fun to him because he was a little kid and it was like they were trying to stop him from going into the darkness of Wayne Manor and being alone I don't know why he said that because it just all of a sudden sent the tone down but then it, and then I understood it because he's like, it was just innocent, good fun with parents and, and their kid. And then the thing he remembers most is that they would just bust out into this laughter that would echo and go on. And then all of a sudden it drops to Batman chasing these criminals who are smuggling dead bodies out of Gotham. And um, and that, there's a funny part in there because he's uh, chasing these criminals and he's like, Alfred, I need you to read the schematics of these two buildings because I need to crash through one of them. I need to make sure the structure is fine. And uh, Alfred's like, uh, Bruce, this this one is good. You can crash through that, but don't crash into this one. 
And he goes, you know, these insurance companies need to really take advantage of you and have some sort of Batman insurance. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I like that. And uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, haha, whatever. Give me the schematic reading. So he tells him. And then later after he crashes through it and does what he does, um, he goes, and just for the record, Alfred, they honestly do have a Batman insurance. He goes, it's called the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Nice. I thought it was good. But anyway, it's basically it's telling building up to the story of the of the Batman Who Laughs because the Batman Who Laughs is Bruce Wayne from another uh another part of the multiverse who snapped, killed the Joker, and then when he killed the Joker, the toxins from the Joker's heart were released and he inhaled them and he turned into the Joker essentially. But he's still very much Bruce Wayne. He has all the technicality. Like, he's the best of both worlds. He has the uncaring, want to see everybody die and burn. But he has the tech, like, the tactical advantage to execute it flawlessly. So, essentially, he's the ultimate villain. He's the ultimate predator, yeah. Like, he can, if he wants to kill you, he'll do it with no remorse. But he'll do it in the most practical, tactical way you can think of. You stemmed from the uh, Metal series, right? Yeah, he's yep. from the Metal series. Yeah, I still haven't finished um, that. <laughs> so, in in the end, long run, it shows um, that they find a corpse, and it's Bruce Wayne himself. And so Bruce Wayne is looking at his own dead body, and Alfred's like, "What the hell?" And they take it, they take it to analyze it, and it's crazy because. He says, look at this dude, look at everything about him, it's me. He has all the battle scars from all my fights. He has the battle scar from when Two-Face did this to me, from when this dude did that. He goes, but he doesn't have all of my scars. The scars end when Bane broke my back. And so Alfred's like, well then, so this Bruce Wayne from whatever universe he's from, he gave up being the Dark Knight, and then the telltales of the bodies say... Bruce is like, yeah, he did, but he found other ways to help Gotham. But look at his, look at the lines in his uh, cheekbones. They're, they're, he has those lines because he was smiling a lot. Look at the indent on his finger. He was married, and he has a tattoo, and the name is like uh, Maya. And Alfred's like, what's that? And he goes, that's the name that I suggested to Selena if we ever had a daughter that we named her. He goes, so this, he goes, so this dude was. Married and he was happy, and he he wasn't he wasn't Batman. He was Bruce Wayne. So you know, Alfred's like, "Whoa, damn! You know, what do you think about that?" And he goes, "Well, there's only one reason that another Bruce Wayne would end up dead." He goes, "He's back." And then it cuts to a scene of a totally different Batman rampaging through fucking the Gotham PD or to uh, through Arkham, and he's killing all the guards, and he ends up at the Joker's door. And he opens it, and the Joker's like, well, hello, my friend. Good to see you. And he's like, are you finally here to kill me, Bats? And the dude says, no. And then all of a sudden, he steps aside, and the Batman who laughs is there, and he's like, but I am. Ooh. So, and, it, and it's pretty dope because all of a sudden, uh, the Joker's like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, he has a scared look, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. We can do this together. We can work together. <laughs> and then there's a fucking dark scene, and then there's a fucking axe in the Joker's face. <laughs> And uh, but the funny part is, is that was anticipated by this Bruce Wayne, so that wasn't really the Joker. Oh, so yeah, I mean, I don't. I'll let you finish it off Ooh. from there, like, cause it, you have to. It, there's more 
That's just like the start of it, and then you get to that part, and then there's more, and you're like, oh, fuck. Is this an ongoing series? Or? Yeah, it's a like mini it's series. A, this, is the, this is the first book in the whole series. I need to see it. I need, yeah. to, I need to read it. Yeah, and, that's uh, awesome. So, like, at the end of it, though, like, once, once I got there, I was like, oh, shit, and you kept reading and reading, and the very last fucking panel, you're like, what the shit? That was <laughs> fucking dope. Like, uh, it's just a, a complete, like, uh, mind fuck, you know, like. I don't know how to put it without giving the rest of that away because what I just gave to you is basically they gave that in a, a in a little panel like a preview panel. <laughs> um, like will... re- DC released that like uh, last week when it came out. Um, so that's why I gave you all that. But the ending of the first book, you're like, holy shit! This can only get this can only get way how how more crazy can that get from the starting point? And you still have that's the first book. You still got to go all the way through the series. So. Scott Snyder, fucking hats off to you for becoming the fucking best writer of Batman. Um, and Jock the artist fucking. I will say, uh, Metal is they they've been known for that, like that last page, last panel, like holy shit. Because I remember when the Forge came out, or no, uh, the casting. It was the very first one. You get that full like uh, blown out story with Duke and yeah, uh, the yeah. Batcave yep. and uh, disruption from the Green Lantern's ring, and they're trying to figure it out. And then last page, last panel, Fucking the Joker's Joker. inside of the Batcave, and he's <laughs> like, "What? I didn't break in here. Uh, Bats let me in." Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "It seems we'll be working together." And you're like, "What the fuck?" Like they they have a very good way of doing that, even in the first issue. But that's of, Scott Snyder. Yep, even the first issue of Dark Knight's Metal, you. Uh, you get uh, Sandman, uh, Dream. Yeah. First Dream. appearance of Dream yep. in a DC uh, like ongoing series. Like It, it was nuts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're doing really good with that. So if that sounds interesting to you, make sure you hit up a local comic shop. And, uh, yeah, they should still have some, some issues. I know a lot of people ordered a ton of these. Like They, they try to get as money as they can because this storyline is supposed to be great. So that it is, is starting out fucking fantastic. Like I, you know, I, I haven't really been sticking to the comics like I used to. Um, you know, I just don't have the time to read them all the time. But I, I knew I definitely wanted to check this one out just because I was so intrigued by this damn character. Just knowing that he's one part Joker for real and one part fucking Bruce Wayne or Batman, like, you know, needed to know more about it. So when he got his own little series, I had to have it. And, <laughs> It was it was it was everything that I wanted it to be. To be honest with you, I need to borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you, uh, if you want to pick it up, like I said, now is the time to go check out your uh, local comic shop. They should have it. It is issue one of the uh, mini series, so uh, go out and get it now. Um, on the other hand, me, I uh, I like you said, I picked that up for him. I grabbed a copy for myself as well, and then I picked up some other things. I picked up um, Shazam number one. Oh, I forgot that. And <laughs> so this is uh, Jeff Johns' run of Shazam. This is the very first standalone Shazam comic since tw- 2003. So, yeah, it's been about 15 years since we had a standalone. Um, he did have a run in um, New 52, but it was in the back of other issues, and then they brought it in together for one trade paperback. So it wasn't really a standalone uh, issue or series. So this is the first standalone in 15 years. I haven't checked. I haven't read it yet, but I'm really excited to. Uh, Jeff John's working on Shazam. He's yeah. he's really excited and passionate about this. So 
that's that's a dangerous formula. And Gavin from Tardy said it is phenomenal. He said it's great. So, <laughs> so uh, that's another one I would highly suggest uh, suggest getting. Gavin put that as his number one pick for the week. Um, I also snagged the holiday edition of uh, Hellboy. Oh, so oh, that's no. that's one that I took some time to read. I got through the first two short stories. Um, I did read the one that I explained the uh, the sneak peek that they released, and it was good. It uh, it told this story about these simpleton farmers who do this like pagan ritual, and they're like trying to get crops to grow good, and they're like yelling at the the woodland creatures and trying to have the gods like bless their crops and. Then it turns into like these woodland gods having a conversation over them, like ignoring them pretty much, like not even paying them any mind. And they keep like, and you should not vote. And they're like, we like, they're like shooing them off, like, stop talking. Uh. <laughs> but it's super funny because like that's, it's just them trying to get a point across. And you're like, what, what the hell does this have to do with anything? Like, why are these guys even here? Why are they trying to talk to these gods? And then it tells a story of um, this woman coming back and she's like, and, and this person helped me. And then you end up realizing that somebody's retelling what happened. They're telling uh, the tale of this, these events. And then you see this guy sitting at a table with a BPRD patch on his arm. And then it shows behind him behind his shoulder and Hellboy standing at the door. And then, uh, He's like, and uh, I won't tell you who they're looking for or what they're doing because I don't know if it's an ongoing thing. But he's like, uh, and is that all you heard? And he's like, yeah, that, that's all I heard. But our, our crops came out really good this year, so uh. they must have listened. <laughs> it's like they didn't listen to you. No. And then he walks out, and then Hellboy looks at him. He's like, so do we have a location? And he's like, no, it's another dead end. And then, like, it ends. And I was like, that was really cool because it, it was funny the way these this guy's, like, telling his story. But these guys are just like shooing him off like you're nothing. And then I didn't I left off there and then the next short story, the last one of the issue, takes place with Lobster Johnson. Oh baby. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to read that one. I'll probably be finishing that one up tomorrow. Um but yeah, that's uh that's some stuff that I picked up. I, I would say to pick those up. I, I love I love holiday issues of uh different store like different storylines and everything. I think they're really cool. They have a lot of um it's it's awesome to see a lot of especially with DC and Marvel when they do with their characters, um, they give a lot of smaller talent characters that they would never be able to work with, and they're like, what what can you do with this? Right. So I think that's really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're a fan of Hellboy, if you want to get more into the character, these are just like short stories that revolve around his world. So I mean, it's an easy way to step into it, uh, like ease yourself into it. Um, but other than that, like like I said a couple weeks ago, just head into your local comic shop and ask, hey, I'm interested in learning more about Hellboy. Where would you start me at? Uh, they have trade paperbacks. They have all this stuff. So um, go get you some books. But let's get on to some news. Um, this week, today actually, marks the first release of Marvel's um, run of in-memory books for Stan Lee. And uh, these things are really cool. Um, every single one of the books, it has a black bar at the top where the title should have been. 
and it says in memory of Stanley and it has his um life and death years and at the bottom that's where they put the the title now so it's it's showcasing him it's putting him at the top of everything and i think that's really cool and then the way they have it set up is um you get a couple blank pages and then um i think it's like fourth page of every book you get a really cool sketch of stan lee done by dan his name I forgot to write down the artist's name, so I'm not even going to try to guess it because I'm going to say it completely wrong. But it's a really good uh, sketch. It looks really cool, stylized and everything. But um, on top of that, at the back of every book, you get a Stan soapbox. And That's perfect. Yeah, and so for those of you that don't know what the soapbox is, um, we did speak about this not too well during the Excelsior um uh, episode we talked about it briefly where stan had this soapbox where he would talk to his fans but he would make it so personal that it felt like he was talking directly to you and so they do one more um in his send off in memory books and it's really cool that they're taking the time to do this considering he was no longer really at the company they still show him the respect that he deserves yeah absolutely so um, if you want, they are running those until January. So, I mean, it's not like you have to just go grab a book that you're not really interested in. They'll have a lot of different storylines. They have a um, spectacular Spider-Man series starting off at issue one. So if you want to start a new Spider-Man series, you can pick that up. And, um, yeah, they have a whole list of them online, and you can check out whatever ones you want. So other – well, one more piece of comic news um, Spider-Man from PS4, the uh, PlayStation 4 version, is getting his own companion comic run uh, next yes. year. So 2019 will be the start of it. And it's going to be called City at War. And I didn't inspect it too much. All I know is the co- the cover art looks amazing. It looks really cool. It's, of course, him in his uh, blue, white, and red suit. And I know in the bottom right corner, it says reelect Norman Osborn for mayor. So I'm guessing it has to do with something with Osborn, maybe some Green Goblin type of stuff. And I wonder um, if it'll bridge the gap uh, between the game and maybe a sequel. Ooh, it'll be a tie like that. I I hope so. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's very I mean, it's very possible. I was curious when they announced it, like I was like, what? I mean, I know everybody loved the story. Everybody loved the character that they made. So it makes sense to push it. They just finished up the uh, DLC for the game. All of it? The last expansion finally came out. Okay. Uh, It's called Silver Lining. Uh, It deals a lot with Silver Sable and uh, get uh, some more Hammerhead stuff, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I need to. Like in little slow motion things? And And that's a wrap. Yeah. (laughs) Fortnite. Fortnite. A rant on Fortnite. So, I'm not going to lie. It's a little concerning. I was just tapping my mic to see if it was going off, and it wasn't picking up. That sucks for you. Oh, man. So, <laughs> this is a very one-sided conversation then, huh? I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Hopefully, it's hopefully been not. picking up. Yeah, I hope you've been paying attention to your setup over there. Well, I'm on the internet, too. So, my things, it's it's not blinking. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's picking up. Rudy ruined it. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it was 
it was grabbing everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess if you couldn't hear me, damn, that sucks. Yeah, yeah that's because like, you were like, literally talking for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's I just know. silence. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck most. <laughs> no, no. Uh, mark it. <laughs> uh, wait, yeah, I forgot that mark. All right, here we go. What time is it? All right, so, yeah. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to raise some awareness to something that was... uh pretty scary hopefully my audio wasn't actually cutting out about to beat his ass right that, w- that would blow but yeah all in all i i really do think that um that Fortnite should be paying yes. out some some uh some dividends of uh i guess all their pie i mean they they make a lot of money off Big that pie. game and for them to be stealing um signature dances and not stealing things, borrowing bar- yeah <laughs> <laughs> for them to be doing stuff like that that's really messed up but hopefully that's not the case, and hopefully they uh they fix that. Yeah, because yeah. I think I think it's needed. I agree. Um, hey, what? Before you do anything else, last week I was talking about DMC, right? Ooh, and I want to just bring I just want to bring this up. Uh, Pedro brought this to my attention, and he was like, "Hey, when you because he listened to the episode, he was like, hey, why don't you mention the like the bundle that cost three thousand dollars?'" And I was like, "What?" Oh. And then he was like, yeah, I mentioned the, you didn't mention that. I was like, I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. So I looked it up, right? And he was wrong. But he was on the low <laughs> He was on the low end. Oh, it's more? Oh, dude. What? Yeah, there's a bundle for like eight grand. What? Uh, for Devil May Cry. And it's, you get, all right, so I'll look this up real quick. I actually have it pulled up. But you get a, 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 a jacket. So you either get Dante's jacket, Nero's jacket, or the new character V's jacket. And it's... Seven thousand for Nero and five thousand for the V jacket, but it's eight like eight grand or above eight grand for uh, Dante's jacket. That's all you get. That's all you get. Oh, That's well, all you get. You get the jacket and then you get the game. I'd pay like five hundred bucks for that. Maybe I mean if it was authentic leather yeah, and stuff, right? Like yeah, five hundred no. maybe. Yeah, but it, it's not like it's limited quality. It's only in Japan right now. And Is they, it made out of demon skin uh, or something. I don't think it's gonna ever be released uh, in the West, but. Yeah, Dude. that's something that you can. Uh, that's stupid. Yeah, that you can get. yeah, that is, <laughs> it is stupid. It is stupid. But I, I, he brought it up, and I felt like I needed to mention it. So, oh, that yeah. demo is <laughs> that, <laughs> the demo that's out right now is the one I got to play back in August, and it's stupid good. So, ooh, download it, play it, enjoy it. And oh, it's out now. Yeah, yeah. For I, Xbox. Didn't the, I didn't know the. Oh, yeah, nice. play it. Oh, there we go. Play it. Breaking news. All right. Um. So this next thing, I'm really excited about. I didn't even know that it was a thing until Joel mentioned it, uh, that we should add to the news. Yes. So we have some more information, some more, uh, I guess, um, jumpers, right? They, they're called jump. Or no, the, the, the area is called jump. So we have some more jump uh, force characters. Yes. And uh, a new they fighter announced, approaches. Yep. They announced two of them. So we're getting another Dragon Ball Z character in the form of Trunks Briefs. Right? Yeah, briefs. Yeah, yep. you're right. So, uh, son of Vegeta, Super Saiyan, God. No, he's not God. God. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's a badass. Dude ass. gets his ass kicked Yo, every time. Not by Frieza, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> he whooped his ass. He hit him from behind. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, we're getting Trunks. Um, He looks cool as shit. I saw some still frames of him. Uh, Go Super Saiyan everything. He looks He looks really cool in the game. And I love Trunks. I really do from Dragon Ball Z. And yet he's still not the character I'm most excited to talk about. Oh, I know. I can't wait. So they announced and released photos of young Midoriya Deku from 
My Hero Academia. <laughs> nope. So, uh, yeah, Deku from My Hero Academia will be Detroit smashing his way through Jump Force, and I think that's badass. No, I mean, I'm I, all in. Yeah, I figured it was going to be like just a matter of time for them to announce him. I guarantee we're going to see All Might as well, but... Just the fact that they sh- they show him, he looks badass. Yeah, I think his character design looks really cool. Um, I think they made him look great in 3D, and uh, I can't wait to play with him. The uh, the game uses the Unreal 4 engine, so yes. it looks gorgeous. Oh like, yeah, they, a lot of uh, a lot of anime fighting games uh, tend to go the cell shaded route because it looks a lot like the animation in the actual shows. Mm-hmm. Um. This one, I guess, takes a, a little bit more of a realistic approach to the animation. Uh, so they, they still look like they're the characters, but they have a lot more of just a, a real-world look to them. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Um, it, it looks just amazing. And uh, I've been saying for, for months that if they don't put a My Hero character in it, I won't play it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they finally confirmed Deku, which is great. I, yeah, I'm hoping for All Might as well. Um. I really, really like like fingers crossed wish list. I want to see some full metal characters in there if that's possible. Yep. Um, they also showcased um, Ryuk and um, not L. Um, the from uh, Death Note main character. I not L. actually or I actually never really watched Death Note. Oh, you're, uh, you're talking L. about the, light? the the beast, right? Yeah, it's light and. Uh, the beast's name is Ryuk. Ryuk. Yeah, Ryuk. So they show them in the in the newest trailer as well, which is really cool. Um, I'm hoping you can play as them. That'd be sweet. And then they also showcased a really great and in-depth uh, character customizer. Yeah. So you can make your own character from scratch, yep, and you, you can, can make just a, duke it out with. Oh man, I can't wait. It's gonna yeah, be great. Yeah, they, they have so many classes, so many uh, races. Like yep. you can make a Saiyan, you can make a human, you can make a. Namekian. I'm hope. I'm wondering if you can make somebody with a quirk. Oh, I'd be all about oh, that. That would be so badass. Um, maybe you can make a uh, half demon like Naruto. Yep. I mean, there are so many uh, possibilities. Cause yeah, the uh, create a character looks insane. When they were showing uh, that character just jump from race to race to all the stuff. I mean, it looked really cool. You talk about that statue. Oh yeah. So Jump Force has. I think it's around two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, it's a collector edition that has a really great statue. It's got uh, Goku, uh, Luffy, I think. Yep, Captain Luffy. And then uh, Naruto, uh, mm-hmm. kind of all in the same area. It's a very high quality statue. I think it's about ten to twelve inches tall, decent height. Looks dope. But um, yeah, that's an exclusive for that collector's edition. Which is great. So yeah, that that does look really cool. One more thing, they did uh release a story trailer. Yes. And they talk about how their universe is called um they're part of a universe called Jump and like the villains are coming together and you and other heroes from around the Jump universe have to uh band together and they call themselves the Jump Force. This is going to be so. the fighting game of next year, I think, besides Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be like the anime fighter of the year, I think, for sure. And one of the contenders for the top fighting games, I think. It's just going to be hot. Yeah, I think it has a lot of potential, especially with all the properties. That. It comes out next month. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, January 18th. I so, forgot. Next year was already like a fucking yeah, week. <laughs> we're like, like four weeks away from it. So um, yeah, get your hands on it. It's going to be coming out here soon. 
My only thing that I'm a little disappointed in, because I was, I was really hopeful, it's there's no dubs. Yeah. And I, I figured I that of, out of any game that uh, they would have dubs, it'd be that because it's like their highest quality production value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they decided to keep the dubs out, which for... for I don't like... I like them, you know. I mean, it's cool for the peers, but it's like, I, I want to hear Deku. I want to hear Deku. I want to hear, yeah, hear, hear exactly. I want to hear Deku. I want to hear Chris Sabat take on Vegeta and All Might. Right. Because I want to... The thing is, like, I, I get it. The peers, they do get to hear all these characters interact in the voices that they know. That's cool. I don't know them by those voices. Right. I want to hear Goku walk up to Deku and compliment him on being such a young warrior or, like, compare him to Gohan. Like, I want yep. to hear something, Like, but we're not going to have that crossover, and well, that kind of sucks. What's uh, all for one perk? Work. It's it's uh the power that um all might, all might obtains. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because it said that he does that or yeah, and, and it shows him in his uh yeah. it shows him in his uh shoot stance yep. too. There does. Yep. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so sick. <laughs> so yeah, um, Shonen Jump Force, definitely, definitely pre-ordered uh pre-order that. Definitely pick it up if you're an anime fan. If you're a fan of fighters, um. I just think it looks great. Sure. I think it looks really cool. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and I think that's going to close out our video game uh, portion of this. And we're going to move right on to a segment we like to call Animation. All right, so... Rolling from uh, Jump Force with uh, Deku over to Anime Animation, uh, we have an official release window for season four of My Hero. Uh, give it to me. Uh, October of next year. Fuck! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was... So I saw the headline. I was scrolling through uh, some news, uh, and I saw the headline. I was like, oh, shit. And then I, I looked at the... the <laughs> The article, I was like, oh, damn. Like, that's like almost boner. a year away. Boston does not that make me so feel good weird. right now. So, uh, yeah, they showcased a pretty cool poster uh, with Deku and uh, I don't know his name. The at end of season three with the new fight, the not new fighter, geez, the new Character? student uh, who can, like, go through stuff, but his clothes come off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I remember I don't his remember. name. I don't remember. I forget his name. Yeah, he's. Oh shit! Remember, I didn't finish it. Oh, oh well, what? I spoiled that Beca- for you. Well, no, I knew I I've seen this character, but I I I thought that was a um intro to season four, like a thing. Because remember, we were talking, and I told you the last episode that I was on, and I was like, "Yeah, that was a cool end." And you were like, "That's not the end of the season." I was like, "What the fuck? I forgot. I've never gone back and Dude, finished it." Dude, you gotta it. finish that. Oh, uh, now I'm like, that super- episode okay, where he showcases not- his quirk is. Awesome. I, I'm not. I'm not too sad about it being so far because now I have some. Yeah, like something an episode to watch. Or two. I'm jealous. Nom, 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 nom. So uh, yeah, October of 2019 for my hero. So it's a long, long wait. Uh, but it's gonna be well worth it, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can't that, wait. That show. That show is doing really good. Oh, it's my and, absolute uh, favorite. I, I will. Uh, that show to me is like what Fortnite is to everybody else. I will. <laughs> I will buy whatever you throw at me for my hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um. I do believe that is all we had for animation. Uh, sorry, it's yeah, it's news 
Even though it's so far away, it is news. <laughs> That's so far away. Yeah. <laughs> Ten months away. <laughs> Next year, baby. All right. And um, now we're going to do a little segment called uh, What Made You Bust This Week? All right, Juan, what made you bust this week? My pencil sharpener. <laughs> like, literally. He uh, he showed this to us. Like, he was so proud of it. It was like, look what it does. It sharpens <laughs> pencils very cleanly. All right, so, like, if you guys grew up with the pencil sharpeners of old back in school and stuff that were, like, mounted to the wall, which I have one in the garage, and you, like, you had to twist the thing to, like, spin it, and then it would, like... Sharpen your pencil? Well, most of the time when I would do art, and do art, when I would draw or anything like that, and I wanted to sharpen my my uh, sketch pencils or anything, they would snap. Like, the lead would snap or the graphite would snap inside the pencils, and that's, like, the worst thing ever. Because when you do that, you just uh, you basically waste your, your pencils. You whittle them down to nothing because they don't sharpen correctly. So I went to the store, and I seen one for $20. And that one plugged into the wall, and I was just like, ah, 20 bucks is a lot. But I seen the same model with batteries, battery operated. So I was like, oh, it's only seven bucks. I, I was like, if this one's twenty dollars, it's got to be okay. Like nobody's gonna spend twenty dollars on a piece of crap. So I bought the seven dollar model, and I brought it home, and I was so excited. Like literally, I was so excited. I got home, and I went straight to my room, grabbed four batteries, put them in there, and like grabbed every like unsharpened pencil I had and sharpened them. And every time I did one, I got more and more excited because it was like <laughs> it was like literally doing exactly what I thought, it, you know, what I hoped it would do. And so, yeah, that made me bust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, lizard, lizard? Oh man, I I don't know if I had any busting this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, it was that Spider-Man moment, just wearing that costume. That was uh, last Friday, and then watching that movie, uh, like the next day or two days later. Mm-hmm. That was for me my my epic moment of the week. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Hey man. Uh, wish I could have busted. I've been busting my ass buying everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, you know, I did. Uh, I got myself a fucking pickle Rick figure. Hell yeah, that shit is oh, yeah. dope. I did not realize that pickle Rick actually came out of the exoskeleton and was just a fucking pickle. But then you can put him back in there, and then he has the accessories with the um. Ah, uh, what is it? The the two uh things on his wrist, the fucking screws that okay. he uses to kill people, and then oh, he has the, the uh, knife? yeah, and then he has the uh Does the, the laser the laser pack that yeah. goes on his shoulder, and then he has the fucking the mask that he jumps out of the toilet with, um <laughs> the the rat mask. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after <laughs> he it, kills him. Yeah, yeah. So it's fucking uh, yeah. That shit made me bust. I have to. I took it out of the box and I fucking played with it for a little bit, and then he just sits perfect on my fucking Rick and Morty display. So those things sold fast too. Like yeah. we got those and they were gone within a day. Well, fucking worth it. <laughs> All right. As for me, uh, I'd have to say Aqua Momoa. Aqua Momoa. Yep, Sounds like Aqua a drink. Momoa. <laughs> it does. Aquaman. Yeah, that that movie was really good. And uh, there were there was a lot of stuff going on in that movie that made me bust. <laughs> I so, uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking dragged on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, that's all. Um, how about some uh, some recommendations, people? What do we got for these people? I want to recommend this chair that I'm sitting in that you got to sit in earlier. You can attest to the the way it feels, and uh, yeah, so like. 
you, you guys probably can't hear that, but like, uh, it's good for ADD. Kind of moved your arms around, but I, uh, <laughs> got, I, my, my wife got this for me on sale for, I think our anniversary. I don't remember, but the chair is, let me turn around and read it because I don't remember. <laughs> it's a GT racing chair. Like, what am I sitting yeah. in? Yeah, I didn't know the name, but yeah, there's a lot of YouTubers and stuff that use this chair while they're streaming. And I I have this other chair that Rudy's actually sitting in right now. Ass. <laughs> and it hurts not, my back. No lumbar not, support. It's not that great. <laughs> and I this one reclines and goes like it's like almost like zero gravity. You can lay down in it and shit. So it's really comfortable. I've sat in it for I think at most maybe five hours, six hours at one time, playing games and watching you know different things. So uh yeah. If you're in the market for a computer chair, see if you can find one of these on sale because a lot of people do use them. And Rudy was talking about this Omega chair earlier. It's like 300 bucks, and this will save you like half the money if you find one. But, yeah, that's my recommendation. All right. I'm good. I am recommended out. I do that for my living. That's, not, <laughs> that's my job to recommend things to people. Figure it out, fuckboy. But uh, <laughs> I'm not selling things to anybody today. So, no, I am fresh out of recommendations, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> Oops. Um, I'm just going to recommend The Batman That Laughs, issue one. Go get that shit. Read it. Love it. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's short and simple. That's a good recommendation. All right. So my recommendation, uh, it's going to be a little different. I recommend that some, well, all of you. Check out some uh, some tutorials. Think of something that you've always wanted to do. Think of something that you think is unobtainable and look it up on YouTube. Just look up how to and whatever the hell you want to do. Um, there are tutorials for literally every single thing you could think of. Um, I learned how to work on my motorcycle. Um, I learned how to fix my motorcycle from not working to working now. Um, I learned how to do video editing. I mean, this whole podcast would not be even feasible if we did not have tutorials. So if there's something that you would like to pursue or even just try for the hell of it, go try to a, a tutorial. I mean, uh, there's so many things that you can learn. And even if you're not going to do anything with it, it's just fun to learn new things. I mean, knowledge is power, you know? I'll put so. some wisdom on us, Word. man. Oh, man. Yeah, so that is my recommendation for this week. And with that, we're going to close this episode out. Oh, but wait, before we so. Oh, okay. We got to give you guys some gifts, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Steve, Damn. you go first, buddy. What you, what you got, All Steve? right, so I got these guys oh, okay. some <laughs> gifts uh, for Christmas. This is the last show we'll see each other before Christmas. So I want to make sure yep. I gave it to them now. But uh, <laughs> they welcomed me in to their to their family uh, with open arms and uh, treated me with a lot of kindness and respect. So I wanted to pay it forward a little bit and show my appreciation. So got each person a, uh, a unique gift, uh, and I'm terrible at wrapping paper. So <laughs> I see that. I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm just straight up garbage at like wrapping it. gifts. So. Lots be, gen be gentle opening. Lots of tape. I All didn't right. know you had an infant that likes to rap stuff. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Great at All games, right. bad at rapping. And for the record, I also have gifts, but we're, I'm just waiting on, on Joel's to get here in the mail. Fuck <laughs> All 
I was hoping to have them today. Everybody else just came in except for Joel. What the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm apologizing for my gift that I haven't got yet. I apologize. <laughs> but you guys will have them. I'll probably just hunt you guys down for Christmas, like Friday or something. Not if I find you first, bitch. Oh, yeah. I, I, I also use some weird packing tape. I don't know how strong that is. So. Oh, it's good. But it's yeah. just I'm, melting so off. Opening, I don't even know. So I'm opening the gift that Joel has presented to me. What is it? <laughs> God damn it, why is it? Yes! Wait, that's not what I wanted to hit. Noob <laughs> noob! <laughs> Dude, I have literally been in the fucking out of Target, GameStop, Barnes and Nobles, Myers, and fucking Walmart for the past three days looking for this guy. So funny God damn funny story about that one. So he he came into my store uh like probably a month ago mentioning this character and I was like, who the hell's noob noob? Yo, noob noob's that shit. Like I don't remember that character at all. And so he's like, Oh yeah, they're making a pop for it. I was like, Well I'll keep my eyes peeled if I see anything. And uh and so uh he comes in and uh reminds me again last week. I'm like, Yeah, they haven't arrived yet. Sorry man, no, nothing yet. And then that same day we get shipment. And I opened the box and I was like, oh shit, noob noob. And <laughs> I had already gotten gifts for, for Rudy and for Juan a long time ago. But oh, I had been stumped on Steve forever. I was like, this guy has everything he wants. Like, what can I do? <laughs> so uh, that arrived and it was an extra because we had one reserved and we had two in stock. I was like, I have to buy this. I have to. And then today... Was it today? Yeah. yeah. He comes into my store today, and he's like, hey, have you, you seen any of those noob noobs? I was like, sorry, man. Fresh out. Oh. I, I, bought, I bought it like a week prior. And uh, that's – so I wanted to keep it within budget for everybody. Uh, I actually yeah. also made uh, some personal deposits onto some of your pre-orders. So you've got a, uh action figure paid off, and you've also got your pop figure on reserve paid off. Good to go, what? son. So, oh, hello. Yeah, I got you. I was in there yesterday too and the day before looking for it. I walked in there actually probably like three or four days That's in funny. a row. All that I walked gas. in there and, uh, <laughs> and the dude was like the, the first girl was like I don't know what I don't know what a noob noob is. I was like ah oh, it's cool if you don't know what it is you haven't seen it and then the dude with the long hair. Oh yeah, yeah, he's cool. Um, he was like, I was like, do you have new newbie typed in? He's like, yeah, bro. And I was like, fuck yeah. And he's like, oh, but it's a reserve. <laughs> <laughs> and then he opened the fucking drawer and showed it to me. Like, didn't pull it out. He's like, it's right there. And I was like, fucking. So close, but so far away. <laughs> and yeah, and then today, literally, I walked in there and this first thing I saw, Joe. He's like, what's up? I was like, nah, just coming to check if noob noobs nope. here. We're out. You know? like, he said, get the hell out. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's super adorable watching Steve with this thing. He, so I had to tell him to get into his mic because he was so excited. He was like leaned back, just talking, like, talking to us, not into his mic. Said, Fuck all you guys. I got my stuff. I uh, tried to get the best in shape box too. So. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Cool, that's cool, what's cool. up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, I got the hookup. But I got the, you got the collector shit. mentality. All right. He straight up is covered in shit too. Yeah, that's funny. This guy gets it. <laughs> All right. God damn. All right. All right. All right. Oh, no way. I already know what it is. Yeah. I can tell by that fucking thing. I can't see with your You don't head. need to know what it is. <laughs> that's so dope. Hell no. Yeah. Tell everybody what it is, everybody. I'm All right. Be so looking at Juan it. is holding a replica that's so of fucking the, uh, cool. Thank you, man. Of course. From the original um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. 
I think it actually has ooze in it or it holds it somewhere. I don't I, know. Let's find out. That's good. Uh, but yeah, those arrived a while ago and I was like, oh shit, that's perfect. He'll want that. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because at one point he came into my store and we had, I had bought the, that one immediately. The moment it arrived, uh -huh. I was like, that's his gift. That's it. It's easy. <laughs> and the second one uh, was sitting there. Mm -hmm. During like Black Friday time, and oh, he yeah. walked into the store, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> he's gonna see that and want to buy it." And Did then you hide it? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like eyeballing like that thing the entire time, though. And he left without, and I was like, "Either A, he didn't notice it, or B, he didn't like it, so I bought a bad gift." No, no, <laughs> so, no. So what happened was, is I went to the store, and I was like, "I seen it, and I've been wanting it for a while." And then when I went in there, you had mentioned that, you know, that the figures were on sale or whatever. And right. then I was like, all right, cool. And I, I think I bought, what did I get? I got something. And then I seen it and I was like, I'll be back for it. I'll, I'll come back and get it. And I didn't go back to get it, but I, I wanted it. I was going to get it eventually because I'm getting those NECAs. Yeah, that's want, right. You know, I want something else to go with it. So, yep. yeah, no, yep. definitely. Yeah, that would have been funny as hell if I walked out with it because... I know. <laughs> you know. You would have ring me up and like, what would you have done? Like at I, that point, I'd be like, you can't buy this. <laughs> oh, bro, it's defective. You don't want. No, that. I, I had the uh, the second one that uh, sitting in the back room. I was like, oh my god, that's so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Damn, that thing is big. It's that's legit. What, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> took time to press the button. Yeah, I was, I was busy. Oh, yeah. that is so cool. That's sweet. Cool. You liked it then. Good. <laughs> it's fucking dope, dude. Hell yeah. Yo, that is badass. All right, pass this. It looks so big in Juan's hand. Slowly and carefully over to Mr. Rudy San. What is, what is this? Hey, this. That's slime. I commend oh, you. Oh, does it really? I commend you on oh, this. Yeah. Uh, on this wrapping. That one was my last <laughs> one that I wrapped. I wrapped that last, and so I had kind of learned my lesson from the God, past that's two. Awesome. <laughs> he breaks it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing, you know, it's all about the sound. So this one took a little bit to find. It, uh, it took a little bit to find. It took a little bit of, uh, a little bit of a bit, a bidding war. Wow. But, uh, I think it's going to be worth it in the long run. Around. Yeah, I turned around now. Made sure to tape. <laughs> oh, I, I was real careful. The suspense is killing you wanna, me. You want to be careful with that. You want to be careful with that. Trust me. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my time. Hams knows what it is. Yeah, I showed. I, <laughs> so, so Steve came into my store about a week ago and he's like, "Yeah, I got Rudy this." And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." And I was like, "Look what I got him." And he's like, "Oh, he's gonna like that." And I was like, "I hope so." <laughs> We're about to redo the. Uh, what made you bust this week? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face! That face! Are you fucking Look at serious? that face! Uh huh. That is a uh, plus plus very fine copy of. It's the, the fucking first appearance of Hellboy. Yes. <laughs> and it's like in like. It's in. Dish. Dude, it's what in, the fuck? If I had to guess, it's probably eight point <laughs> five or higher. Yeah, it looks like from this far away. It oh looks my like god! So uh, Yo, I, I really real. wanted to get you the first actual appearance <laughs> of him, but that was like four hundred dollars, yeah. and I was like, no, thank oh you. Oh my god! I, <laughs> I don't love this guy that much. But uh, that was a lot more within budget. Dude, so fucking this alone, holy shit! I yeah, I wasn't expecting this at all. I got Dude, you, thank brother. You, You're man. welcome. Holy of course. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's fun. Hell yeah. 
Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, now you. Thank you. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, that thing. one, I, uh, I was bidding against, like, this one single dude the entire time with that thing on eBay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, brother. And of that... course, yeah. No, I, we've, been, we've been discussing shit. Hellboy for the past, like, two months, I feel like. So I was like, you know what? I got to get him something Hellboy-oriented. What better thing than that right there? So. Oh, my God. Face. You see that face? That was his face. That was, that was the face. <laughs> that was what I was looking for. Dude, my fucking hands are, like, shaking and getting clammy. He's like, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even want to. She won't even open it read it for a while. This was uh, what it's all about for me. I, I don't, oh, my God. I, I like seeing the reactions <laughs> of people's faces about that kind of stuff, so. Thank you, You're man. welcome, of course. Like, legit, thank you. And then Juan got me something because... <laughs> so, so, get this. So, get this. Uh, Juan comes into my store, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I had made this on, on light comment that I was like, oh, yeah, I got you guys all gifts. And he goes, what? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like he's that. just like, I didn't get anybody anything. And so, <laughs> I, it's okay. Yeah, uh, I, I don't expect anything in return. Yeah, so there's something there's something else that goes along. <laughs> but it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not I gotta find it though. Oh baby. Yeah. What you got? About to have some fun tonight. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> very, very nice gift set of uh Jameson. That's it. Hell some, yeah. That's, that's, that's some that's some dope. I've been eyeballing too. that for a while. Yeah, that's yours. What? Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, I swear, I swear to you. That, yeah, I, I had put it aside for rapid, but I didn't. Hell yeah. Thank you. I, every time I come up. So, as far as the, the way we sit in, in this uh, recording studio, or studio, it's like a yeah. room. Make it sound awesome, though. It's a bedroom. So we all sit in different spots, and uh, I kind of sit facing most everybody in, in a, the right manner, but right next to Juan, and he has all of his comics and stuff over here, and every time I look over, I kind of just like thumb through the comics that are sitting there, mm-hmm. and this comic has been sitting here for like two or three months straight, <laughs> and I'm just like, I wonder if this is for me, or if this is just something that he likes to show, because he knows I like Daredevil. Hey, say, look at that, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I've been eyeballing that for, for months now, so that's really cool. Hell yeah. Thanks, cool. dude. Comics uh, and booze. Yeah, i uh kind of speechless right now. I'm kind of like trying to mess around with this thing. I put batteries in it, and it glows green. Y'all, like that? Ooh. That's yeah. badass. All right. And, but I know you can put the slime in there somehow, and I got to figure out how to do that. And, uh, but yeah. No, I. this is the shit. Uh, did not expect it. And I think, thank you. Thank oh, yeah. You. No, you're welcome. Of yeah, course. Thank you, brother. Holy shit. I wanted to make sure I got you guys things that that you actually appreciate and care about. Fuck so, yeah. 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 Thank you. You <laughs> were by far the hardest, though, Steve. Man, I could, <laughs> like, for weeks, I was like, what am I going to get him? What am I going to get him? He's got everything. <laughs> he's in the form of noob noob. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Damn, man. So, Merry Christmas early. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Like, like, I, or I can't remember if I told you guys, but I was telling Steve, um, I wasn't sure if we were going to meet like around Christmas or not. So, um, the stuff that I have for you guys, it's, I, I'll have then. That's cool. Well, next time we meet up and everything. So I just thought, legit thought I had more time. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So yeah, that was, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Thank you again. Yeah, of course. That's, that's great. So before we end up this episode, um, we're gonna do some some poll shows, see or some show polls. 
<laughs> you on the what now? Yeah, you got that heavy? Yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> the ones that we have. I'm about to show my pull. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Juan, take it away. All right. So, for today's show, we only had two. We didn't have very many polls go up today, uh, which is okay. <laughs> uh, we're kind of busy today. And the first poll that we had was, if you are Peter Parker and you are strapped for cash, would you work birthday parties? And we had, uh, we're going to go like that. Oh, it's a 57% no. What? Yeah, that's interesting. You're all liars. You're all liars. That's uh, that's interesting to me. So, listeners, what are you doing for cash? <laughs> like, we're stealing it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're stealing that money. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I mean, how hard would it be to show up to a birthday party and like, it's not like you can't do you. All, all you gotta do is do a flip and stare <laughs> right. on the wall. It's not like and you sound can't do like the... sound like Peter Parker. Which you are, Peter Parker. You can literally do all the stuff that you have to do with the, with ease. I don't know. I don't get it. All right, so they said we don't like money. <laughs> And we like being homeless. All liars. <laughs> the next one was, uh, are you excited for the new Transformers uh, movie, Bumblebee? And it was a 67% yes. That's cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more excited than I was before. So Yeah, after yeah, Nate talked about it. I do want to see it. I don't know if I'll see it like opening weekend, but I do mm-hmm. want to watch it for sure. Yeah. But yep, those okay. are the polls. All right. Well, yeah. Um, I guess all that. There's left to do is say thanks again to our um, very first interviewer or interviewee, right? Yeah. 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 Our interviewee, Mr. Nate Simmons. Uh, the redneck from Cali, the syndicate Santa. There we go. Again, uh, thanks again, man. We really do appreciate it. And um, we we all did really have have a blast talking to you. Even my uh, brother Juan um once we were we hung up and everything he was sitting on the other side of the room and he he said that he really enjoyed just listening in that was dope so it means a lot to us you taking the time to uh talk shop with us so again thank you um and hopefully we hope to have you back on sometime and uh all you thanks for uh taking the time and hanging out today and to our listeners thanks for again weekly hanging out with us and letting us do what we love and until next time sir next year oh damn yeah Isn't that wild yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah until then we have been not your average nerds signing off for 2018 merry christmas yeah happy new year and thank you guys for all the support and making this year one hell of a fucking ride and, and a lot of fun Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to next year. Sure. Yeah, we have a lot more coming up next year. So, uh, yeah, stick around. See ya. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>